Hello, Internet! Welcome back to Rogue Trader. We're coming up in the end, folks. Greetings from the 400th century! 400? Yeah, I guess, huh? <laughs> Four, 410th? Anyway. 420 is my preferred nomenclature. Boo! So, when last we left off, um, you, you blew up the plot with your guns. Yeah! It wasn't a bad thing, but it's what you did. <laughs> Didn't, I don't think we had guns to blow it up with, for the most no, part. You blew we it up with your lances. <laughs> we used micro cannons and a little bit of the Laz clan. They needed some little relief. Right, right. <laughs> Stop besmirching the Lazburner clan. There's like two of them left. <laughs> Not besmirching, just giving them a pittance. They've been working on it real hard. <laughs> Not too hard. That's what got us into this mess in the fucking first place. <laughs> right. So. Yeah, and you uh, you agreed to have the radial cogitator become your machine spirits in one of the most tech heretical acts uh, Rogue Trader has done in a long time. What is it? The soulless sentience is the enemy of mankind. Tech heresy ain't real heresy. That's rule number one of the tech cult, I think. I think that's rule number four. Uh, warning number four. There's the mysteries and the warnings. See, it would be only be heresy to us if we cared about the uh, machinist cult. We don't care. Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't say you had to care. <laughs> Mord's like, I think I remember them talking about this somewhere. Mo money, mo bitches. Got and someone it. just like starts pushing on your face, just like shoving the mouth closed, not even <laughs> looking at you. <laughs> shh, 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 it's fine. It's fine. Just <laughs> dreams now. <laughs> but yes, and you are about to have the uh, your ceremonial battle to press the button, unless you had other stuff to take care of first. Um, let's see. Now, you know what? Let's, um, let's gain the Emperor's favor on this warp voyage by slaughtering this filthy Xeno first, and then we'll have the Grand Melee. All right, how do you want to take care of this? Uh, what's he up to? Um, I suppose he would assume that he's going to be navigating again, or... Actually, no, he, he, he might be in the, like, halls outside your, uh, your fightarium. Okay, um, he doesn't really deserve a fair fight. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I'm not going to give it to him. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> so uh, how, how are you going to make this fight unfair? Uh, unless he is paying attention to me constantly, I'm going to stab him in the back. <laughs> like, Do you think that will be enough? Uh, I've got two swords <laughs> and the emperor on my side. All right, make me, make me make damage <laughs> important question. So is she just doing this alone and just going off there and doing this out of nowhere? Oh yeah, there's no fanfare. That'll give him warning. No, that's fair. Yeah, roll Are me two uh, two damage rolls. Oh, just two damage rolls. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, five and ten. So, oh, let me try to confirm the uh, righteous fury. Okay. I do. Alright. That's a uh, 7 on the second one, so that's 17 20, 10 plus 8 at base. So... I'm kind of glad I don't have to do the dirty work this time. <laughs> uh, that's 13 pen 5 on the first one. Noted. And then 25 pen 5 on the second one. Noted. Alright, so he's just sitting down on a little bench thing. Uh, in one of the sort of waiting areas outside of your... What's the actual name of the place again? Your the Resolution zone. Arena. Resolution Arena, that's the one. 
Yeah, you just come up behind him and draw your double swords and just plant them both firmly into his back. And he looks back at you and stands up, sort of pulling your arms up with the swords. Well, that ain't very sportsmanlike. No words. Uh, gonna try to yank him out sideways. Bisect him. Uh, give me an give me an initiative roll real quick. All right, just a quick one. Love being paranoid. Uh, fourteen. Ah, he rolled pretty good, but you beat him. Yeah, give me some more attacks. All right, first one does not hit. That's not good. Second one does with six degrees. No, five. I'm sorry. It's minus 10. Dual wheeling. Five degrees. Okay. Dodge check fails. Give me a damage. All right. Uh, 16 pen five. 16 pen five. All right. I'm going to need that critical hit chart. Why can I never find the actual like core rule book? Control F for sizzling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, what, what hit location did you get? Uh, that was an odd three. So that's a 30. So that's a body, I think. Yeah, it's a start so. a body. Sounds good. Let's be playing the game. Injury. And it's an energy weapon, right? Correct. Energy weapon to the body. Oh, no. That's so grievous. The intense power of the energy attack cooks the target's organs, burning his lungs and heart with intense heat. The target is stunned for 2d10 rounds and reduces his toughness bonus by half. Wow, that is grievous. <laughs> wow. Uh, he's done for the next 12 rounds. So how do you kill this guy? Uh, no real fanfare. Uh, you know, I, I assume he must like, you know, to, sort of narrating the stun, like, you know, clutches at himself as his organs burn apart. And... Oh, that's spicy. <laughs> and yeah, she just pulls the swords out and just sticks him again. And that's the day Phaedra earned the nickname Captain Slapchop. Was it? <laughs> Old Captain Slapchop. Gonna be a great mood all day. Yeah, you uh, you hug your swords back into him, and suddenly the all that comes out of his mouth is the sizzling crackle of burning internal flesh, and he falls to the ground, leaking ichor and spores. I take his head. Yeah, his head is taken. I present it to the melee. There's an uproarious, uh, there's an uproarious applause and shouting and screaming from the collected troops. Uh, add three morale to your morale. As she screams something kind of incoherent about never letting the hooks of the Xenos into her again, and then it just descends into just screaming. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Where's the morale on here? Hey, back up over 80. Sweet. Nice. So is that no no penalties? I believe so. Cool. All right. Uh, everyone give me your resolution arena rolls. Or your degrees of success. Strength or weapon skill unless you cheat. Uh, one degree of success on weapon skill. That might do it. Three degrees of failure. That's uh, probably not going to do it. I suppose it had to happen eventually. Wow. Uh, 50 out of 54. 26 out of 36. (laughs) (laughs) I'm part of the captain. (laughs) All right. um, Hell yeah. Captain and Mord roll off. (laughs) All right. 
Oh, there we go. That's more like it. <laughs> 35 uh, out of 36. Not quite two degrees. 41 out of 60. So one degree. All right. So we're going to go over this. Um, Andy, once again, it goes pretty quickly. Uh, you wade into the melee, but over time, just getting bashed by elbows and fists and knees and feet. She just lets herself get buffered out of it. She doesn't care. Like, <laughs> this is not necessarily anything she wants to be part of anyway. Yeah. You see, get, see you this walled. is this is why you. One of these times, you might have been the strongest, you know, and the most lucky person to push the button, but you forsook your sacred duties, and that's why. <laughs> that's why I'm gonna tell the Lasburner clan, like. You know, <laughs> it's because it's, of you they all died. It's the astropath's fault because scapegoating psychers has never gone wrong ever. <laughs> I'm sure of it. I'm Jeez. certain that that exact conversation would not result in any poor situations. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, stellar. Stellar. Yeah. Um, Scylla, you. Start doing your typical good work, but after not too long, you manage to uh, get caught by Phaedra in her uproarious furor after killing the killing the orc. I, I, I I'm happy to leave it to you to how to decide how that went. RKO out of nowhere. RKO out of nowhere it is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not always wrestling stuff. So like, oh my it's only god! Fitting. The Lord Captain is on is on the top rope. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, Herzog, you do pretty well, but you're still nursing some pretty serious burns from back on planet side, and over time, it sort of saps the willpower out of you. Yeah, they'll uh, you know nurse the uh, heavy anti-infantry rifle uh, pin cushions. <laughs> also, the burns from being shot into space. Yeah. All right. So, what the hell happens between Mord and Phaedra? <laughs> Mord, how are you doing so well? <laughs> Mord has... He will never admit it to Herzog, except maybe in a, in a private moment in the gym, but he's he's feeling good because he actually worked out. And uh, he learned that hitting people with chairs and when they're not expecting has worked so well in the resolution <laughs> arena and against uh, Men of the Cloth that he is now cheating his ass off. Every did, chance he gets. Where did he find a chair? <laughs> the secret is, is he brought a folding chair in. People he thought brought he a foreign object into the ring. Everyone <laughs> notices. <laughs> Especially Phaedra when she no-sells it. <laughs> and that's why he loses. And he brings in the chair. And she just no-sells it. And he's like, um, and then uppercut to the face. <laughs> You have been sent off the pitch for using a secret weapon. <laughs> <laughs> Who gave you that chainsaw? Get off that steamroller. How, how did this pogo stick catastrophically <laughs> fail? <laughs> oh, Blood Bowl. One of the strangest offerings from Games Wor Game Workshop. All right. So, for once, Phaedra, you get to push your own damn button. Yep. And with probably a little more force than necessary, she just slams down on it with a fist. It's a shame that this journey is going to take six days. Scylla is so proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And you dip into the warp. You have five days of sort of rest before you make it to um, make it to the small system of DeLorean. No, wait, no. You're hopping DeLorean? over to Grace. Oh. 
Yeah, you hop over to Grace, which is in the same system, but it has a much, much easier trek back to Footfall. Let's see what happens to you. By the way, for for the two shorter trips, I didn't even bother making hallucination checks. Oh, you merciful, merciful GM. Because there are plenty enough of them on the long leg. <laughs> what is it, 146 days for the long leg? It's a long time. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you it's short. All right. So, Scylla, you are interrupted in whatever... Uh, what activity are you doing at just some random part of the day? Um, if not at the helm. Wait, shit! I haven't. I never have to be at the helm. <laughs> oh boy, you just have like some um, goggles that have like a, a have, have like a camera to the front. I have any goggles? It goes right in my brain. It's great. I can beam in the video input um, too. Yes. Sick. I can. That's why I can see through my grapple hawk's eyes. It's it's rad. Uh, probably, I don't know, maybe working out with Mord and Herzog or something. <laughs> the muscle crew now. What up? Yeah, Mord is actually working out. It's pathetic, but he's working out. Sure. Uh, you receive a call from the machine spirit of the ship. To be Good job, Mord. You're almost up to a vestibule. <laughs> the Iron Church. <laughs> yeah, the machine spirit uh, calls you up. I accept that doesn't happen often. Does that's not supposed to happen. Yeah. But um, yeah. So we upgraded our operating system. This is Siri. Um, I do not mean to alarm you, pilots, but we have an etheric reef coming inbound on the ship. Your navigator appears to have not noticed. Yeah. That does not surprise me. Alright, one sec. And uh she'll <laughs> put down her pilot through this. Or around it, or whatever. Around it, preferably. Sure. Give me a pilot spacecraft check. So, you know, I'm okay. beginning to consider the administrative problems of dealing with an absolute monopoly on space travelability. So what are you supposed to do with them? Yeah. Five degrees of success. All right. That is good. Yeah. Um, you managed to swing the ship out of a sudden juddering mass of unreality. One that very possibly would have rent the ship asunder. In its damaged state. I look at Morden Herzog. I'm like, just save the ship again. Man, that is pain. Our navigator failed into another etheric reef. That's those goggles are paying dividends. I believe the term is getting swole and saving the ship. Looks at Herzog. <laughs> no. <laughs> wait, 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 you hear that? <laughs> is Herzog even there? Herzog's oh, sorry. What, what did he ask? He, he asked if the proper know. phrase was getting swole and saving the ship. Uh, yeah, it's good enough. Ward, you have gotten some ill-advised positive re- reinforcement. He'll go... Uh, he'll walk out of the gym and go over and get ready to uh, do triage. You don't even need to. We saved Everything's it. good. I saved the ship. Well, yeah, but he doesn't know that when uh, in the period where she's running towards the piloting. Scene. She doesn't run towards it. She has an MIU. She just jacks in and just does it from oh, the gym. <laughs> the MIU. Because it, it's like it's like having a, you know, Shadowrun data jack when yeah, usually like, a toaster is high tech. Like, it's so weird in 40K. <laughs> yeah, 
most she probably has to like walk over and plug into a wall outlet so to, like reduce <laughs> latency slightly. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah, I guess I better plug in for this one. <laughs> yeah, hold hold my barbell. What goes over? <laughs> Jack plug the treadmill. Put your yep. plug yourself into the wall. That's probably that's probably one of the features of the bridge. <laughs> that it's got like these weird jacks everywhere because it's used to being you know interconnected. Oh yeah, you got the bridge of antiquity, right? Yeah, pain in the ass to fix, but pretty solid. Phaedra has a dilemma <laughs> because on one hand she has the ant queen costume, on the other hand, <laughs> what the, the orc skull was large enough that she may be able to fashion it into a helmet of some kind. <laughs> for what? What purpose is this a dilemma for? <laughs> How cool he can look. Which she Mardi Gras look. costume she's going to have? <laughs> well, obviously what she's going to wear to ship karaoke night. <laughs> no, do it in the typical 40k fashion. Just turn the skull into a pauldron. Ooh, that's... Oh, man. Yeah, it looked like... um. Like the pit power armor, like just kind of welded onto one of the pauldrons. Oh man, that's a good idea. <laughs> She's gonna go bug attack adept now. <laughs> right. After all, they should have tons of free time with the abominable intelligence I put in the machine spirit slot. Uh, yeah the the irradial cogitator decides to not once again bring up the uh, the trolley problems it posed to you back on Zaith. Of what heretical things you would do to stop a worse heresy. See, but that's apples and oranges. Because different types of heresy, this type of heresy is fine. <laughs> well, because one is about keeping a monopoly on technology, and the other one is about right and wrong. I mean, you know, obviously. <laughs> uh, we, need to, we need to have a brief pause on the field. We are moving the goalposts back. <laughs> Man, those red robe motherfuckers. <laughs> this is what happens when you don't have a tech priest in the main party. Yep. <laughs> Wait, right. no. The last time we had a tech priest in the party, he was the most <laughs> he was the most heretical one imaginable. You fought you killed him earlier. Yep. Uh, right. So it's only a couple oh, I days. probably said hmm? on about the navigator being shit to Phaedra. Like, Captain, the navigator failed to notice uh, again, so there's that. Um, well, I appreciate the heads up. It's not as though I can leverage this information, seeing as how the only reason we know that, that they had to screw up is because our technologically gray, in terms of orthodoxy, machine spirit, which normally shouldn't be able to interact with the warp in such a way as I understand it, did. So, I mean, like, I can be snide at them, but I can't, like, bring it up the next time we renegotiate. That's fair. But thank you anyway. Sometimes. Yeah. No, being snide has its own rewards, trust me. <laughs> you can briefly hear the ding from several ships, several warps away. Right. So this time it's only a couple of days, this journey. It's a six-day journey from rain to grace. So that is about all that happens. You drop out into a system that is not all that far away from the one you exited, but this one for some reason or another, has the vagaries of the warp make it so that the trip to footfall is half as long as it would have been from rain itself. So you have a 60-day journey ahead of you. Um, anything to note in this system? 
uh, in Grace? Yeah. I can double check for you. Uh, no, we can't stick around here long enough for like to affect any change or anything. Fair so, enough. Another day you yeah. can come back to Grace if you're willing to wager the ship on it. <laughs> and this time we're going to skip through the uh, the resolution arena bit. Yeah, I mean, it happens, but yeah, we don't need to. That's fine. Yeah. But we do have the uh, we do have the hallucination checks. All right. I already rolled them for you. All right. Okay. All right. So you enter into warp again. Nothing happens immediately. Almost immediately, though. <laughs> okay. So I'm gonna go back on that for a second. <laughs> Things are fine for about twenty thirty seconds. Things are yeah. fine, except wait. No, they're not fine. Oh God. Oh God. As yes. soon as you said fine, things are for bad. Bad. Just for bad. Things are for bad. <laughs> for bad. <laughs> Herzog's taken to assigning like two squads of five uh, burly guys at any given time that he can call. Sorry, what are these burly men for? To go oh, to people who were hallucinating. Oh. It's okay. The most dangerous one is working out with you. But who subdues the subduers? Well, that's why I've got two. And you keep them isolated because you need to call one for the other. And realistically, you could probably have like, you know, 10 at a time, but. So it's pretty quickly before you are even given the chance to sort of settle into to your warp side routine. Uh, the cogitator contacts you again, Scylla, and informs you that there is a warp storm coming in on the port bow. Jesus. Or space emperor. That's warp storms are. Ugh. Am I rolling to avoid it then? Yes, that is a physical avoidance check. Okay, uh, I mean, other ones, but still made like two degrees of success because I'm rolling it like 92. Sure. Say. Uh, what's the ship's maneuverability again? I believe it was two. Let me check. Well, I don't actually have the 20. Ship stats. Somewhere. So is it a, a plus 20? Two. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's the check is technically a, you know, agility plus pilot plus maneuverability. So. Sure. Yeah, and don't we have? Um, wasn't there another thing? Oh yeah, the check itself is a plus ten pilot check. Yeah, so I'm rolling agility's like fifty, and you super got it. <laughs> yeah, I think you're rolling like 100, and f- oh, 105. No, one hundred fifteen because you're MIU. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so you you pivot the ship upwards and pilot it orthogonal to both reality and time, yep. avoiding the warp storm, and in fact, the possibility that the warp storm could have struck you. You're pretty sure it's not Tuesday anymore. <laughs> Pedro in her cabin looks at a at a picture they all took, and Scylla starts to disappear out of it. <laughs> More to catwalk by you twice. Yeah, James, did you crib that line from a Twilight Zone episode? No, Every I didn't. Orthogonally to both time and space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was not a Rod Serling line, though. I'm, I'm glad you thought it might have been. <laughs> all right, so we're gonna cut to Herzog. Oh boy. So you're in the mess hall. Okay. And it's it's uh it's the space equivalent of Salisbury steak this week. So you know, that's positive if it's a little sickening. Sure. So there's probably an officer's mess, but Herzog probably doesn't use it. Fair enough. Yeah. But... And uh one of the, you're you're probably sitting with one of the men, maybe uh one of the men that you hired to ward out the hallucinations. And he starts trying to carve into this steak. He's having a really tough time with it, and suddenly his knife snaps and cuts open a part of his hand. 
blood drips from it onto the steak, and suddenly that steak looks incredibly appetizing to you. Okay. Yours doesn't look like it would sate your hunger at all. Yeah, if he's still, you know, lucid enough that he's not going for the steak, then he's going to immediately start uh, prayer and uh, that sort of stuff. Okay. For the remainder of the trip, you are acting under the strange addiction of malign- malignancy. All right. Yeah, he's no, he's not going to indulge unless he can't resist it entirely. Say, now, hold on, save it for the enemy, and then he'll leave and leave his plate on the table. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> I am leaving. More of a how he's going to seduce you than drink your blood. <laughs> Vampire the heresy. All right. So here we are. Mord. <laughs> yeah, what's up? You are greeted by uh, one of your lower factotums. What's up with him? They're not supposed to talk to me, especially during warp travel. I have a no conversation buffer. You have a no conversation buffer? <laughs> Fine, someone slips a note under the door. <laughs> he only leaves to work out and in like important meetings. <laughs> What's the note say? Outside, uh, there's a scry being held against the wall by his neck. <laughs> oh boy. Sorry, sir. They were very insistent. Uh, you were informed that um, they have found a contact on Footfall that is still willing to deal with you for items. Yeah. And. Uh, uh, if you wish to make any purchases, they will uh, they will accommodate and have it waiting for you on the footfall docks. Uh, yeah, we'll send this to the captain and to the upper echelon, the crab, the cabin crew, I guess. The crab and crew, crab and crew. What I can speak. The <laughs> and he'll add a PS to the captain's message because he does these all as individuals to to bide time between. You know, the insanity that is space. He goes, P.S., I hope to God this isn't really a hallucination. I'm sorry if it is. <laughs> By the way, what's your favorite chaos god? Me? Yeah. Or, or uh, oh, fuck. Mords, uh, I guess. Mords. I think Mord would probably be okay with corn, if only because Mord makes a lot of money. Okay. I mean, that's like a less personal... Like, I isn't that more about the coins is, flow? Isn't that about planning for money at that point? Shh, I'm trying not to say Zinch because that's like all my characters. I don't see a problem with that. <laughs> that's because Zinch is the best chaos god. Oh yeah, then we'll go with Zinch then. Okay, noted. So, Captain, <laughs> you, you, you word from Mord that there is a buyer. You already know the, the answer to this. What, what's up? Sorry. <laughs> you receive word from Mord that there is a buyer on Footfall that you can make acquisitions for from. All right. Uh, what? Is this bit at the end? I'm sorry if this is a hallucination. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'll forward this to my bros because they are want to accompany me on all these adventures and whatnot. Uh, all right. So, you want, did you want to do purchasing now, then? Sure. While we're in space travel. Okay. Uh. Huh. Max, you bought Lumen Heraldry, right? For D and D. Yeah. Is that based on the rarity of the armor, or is it just a standard oh, thing? I think it's a standard thing. I'll double check, but it's it's an upgrade, which upgrades don't generally care that much about what your armor's quality is. It's just things they strap onto it. Well, some do. That's why. I'm, okay. Uh, oh, which one was that in? I think it's Hostile Acquisitions. One sec, I'll go check for you. 
Yeah, just to go along with the new orc skull pauldron. <laughs> so while you guys are doing your uh, your cost benefit analyses and your various uh, ordering to priorities, uh, Scylla, you receive word from the navigator this time. He seemed a little bit impatient, as if he expected the cogitator to get to you ahead of him. <sighs> Helmsman Scylla, we have a large pocket of stasis ahead of us, where time passes normally, but motion is as nothing. Very well, and I will avoid it. Okay. Uh, wow, I like eleven degrees of success. All right. So you you manage to pilot the ship to the point that there is no discomfort whatsoever to the crew. You you pilot it so well that it is is you manage to maintain the complete artificial gravity without any of the natural subsystems having to kick in and correct for you. Good job. Good piloting. Hey. That would have been another D five days in the warp. We do not need more days in the warp. That is true. Oh. All right. So what do you guys want to buy? All right. So I did roll for the Lumen Heritory. I got that. So What is that? That's a uh, plus to command minus to stealth. What it's is fancy, that? It's uh, fancy lights. <laughs> it's like uh, what D&D has. It's lights that go across the surface of your armor. Right. Yeah. They yeah. Are, they're imposing, but they are bright, shiny lights. So unless you run out of power, manually unplug them, which is risky to do. You need more, to like, trade armor to do that. More just like it, the only stealth in that way. Yeah, but point being, like that just makes you difficult to stop. Well, because he's the only one capable of being a stealthsman because of how I was the about system to... works. Well, also, my stealth is that they are so bright, everyone has to see them, and I can just flank away. <laughs> I should actually be getting bonus the more Lumen Heraldry we get. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it just, it just has your uh, outline greater relief, actually. It's going to reduce your stealth, too. Shut up, Deandy. Go drink in your hole. <laughs> Maybe I will. I was already doing that. <laughs> what are the bolter ammo types? That's, uh, what, the what? I'm sorry? What kind of bolter ammo should I get from my shoulder uh, bolter? There's, I think, Tempest shells, Inferno shells. Hellfire shells. Hellfire shells are usually the best shells. Okay, I'll try to get Hellfire shells. Why aren't they called warp fire shells? Because those are in Black Crusade and they're awesome. Oh, yeah, they're a separate thing. Hell is distinct from warp. They're okay. what's in the they're what's in the Thousand Suns guns. Hell is what they're called. Also, love is the battle. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh this is Hellfire in the uh, Claude Frollo sense. Ah, uh, okay. So about trying to sex up a hot gypsy lady. Yes, that's exactly what those bullets are for. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, what does is, what is Moyd need to roll for? He doesn't need anything, as per usual. What <laughs> sort of Disney movie is this? This guy's singing about his weird boner for three minutes. <laughs> boner song prime. <laughs> the the boners don't have a great history in Disney movies. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what were you saying, Josh? Uh, Mord was asking what to get mods for my helmet to make it better. Sure. Just tell me what the, the score is that I need to beat. I don't remember the rarity. Helmet dogs are rare, so that'd be a plus uh, 20 to our profit factor. It's pretty doable. Which is uh, profit is 30, so it's be a 50 or more, or less. Uh, 60, because I get an extra plus 10, right, for being Sinishal? Uh No, you get extra to the test to make our profit factor bigger for this purchase. Okay. Who do you yell at for buying stuff? Uh, I don't think I can buy stuff. I, I don't think I can yell at the buying <laughs> test because it's not a characteristic <laughs> test. Negotiate faster. But That's I can. 
I can make him commerce better, which will indirectly increase our profit factor. I just don't like asking to make commerce rolls all the time because it doubles the amount of rolls you need to make for the stupid acquisitions. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's like the old problem of having two hucksters in Deadlands. What do I roll for the uh, Hellfire rounds? I just need a single mag because I don't use it that often. I mean, like a single mag that you get back because that's how acquisitions work, right? I think what? so. Ammunition, you buy a supply of that ammunition per outing. Yeah, three three reloads, I think. The rule of three, or is that just Black Crusade? I don't know. Bloop. All right, well, whatever the rule is, I made it 26. That's probably good enough. For the helmet stuff, definitely. Uh, I don't know about for the Hellfire. Uh, really oh, how many how many of these are we getting? I just the Hellfire rounds, just no. the magazine or the the, ac- the acquisitions. How many of those? Uh, one for each of you. Yeah, I assumed one. So okay, I got the luminary over. Sick. Okay. Uh, All right, you two will get it at footfall. You rolled what? Twenty. Uh, oh, Mord spent his on you. Okay, that's why. <laughs> yeah, Mord doesn't need anything. He just needs to not die. Yeah, you definitely acquired the um, you definitely acquired the helmet augmentations. I actually don't I'm, know I'm, what the Hellfire round rarity is. Those sound like something that should be in the main book. I'll take a look. And besides, no, you clearly need a baleful eye for the eye I'm gonna to replace the eye I'm gonna cut out of you probably this time. <laughs> Does that give another free attack? Because the baleful eye, I don't even know. Um. So yeah, just uh, got my four sword upgraded to standard quality. Oh, good. Okay, and with this ten, I do put in an order for power armor. Oh shit! <laughs> do you can like... just can't you just use Captain's old one? Because doesn't she has like B powered armor now with an orc? No, no. I I have um I had to trade in my heavy carapace for my power armor. I mean, I didn't have to, but I did. So, <laughs> but in any case, there's no way Herzog's wearing anything built for the captain, and also, <laughs> also that armor, not a light power armor. Oh, imagine him squeezing into Sororitas armor <laughs> <laughs> and just like coughing up blood, I guess, because of how is <laughs> <laughs> real spacious on my pecs. <laughs> the, just like the the power of the emperor protects those <laughs> that which isn't covered. <laughs> Possessions in here. SEL3. It's just a shame that instead of being hourglass shaped, he's shaped like a Dorito. <laughs> no, I think he's probably just shaped like a log. <laughs> okay, and also, uh, it, guys, it's kind of a. I'm assuming it's not. Well, I'll trade in the armor I've got for it, maybe. But I'm gonna order a massive uh, power armor tabard, essentially covered in holy phrases, because there's not time to get him engraved on the power armor. <laughs> But like the weird holy phrases. <laughs> the esoteric ones. No meat. Damn you, orcs. You shall not covet your friend's shop. <laughs> Blessed is the mind too too small for doubt. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Open mind is like a fortress with his gates unbarred. And oh, his doors unlocked. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the rocks led stray. <laughs> Kill it. All right, so I think... Basically, everyone got their thing. Yeah. Oh, also, I need a uh, mount on the shoulder of the power armor to hold my battle book. Okay. <laughs> sure. Turns out that... Well, it makes sense for Herzog to get everything because he's from football. It's like, yo, call this guy up. He does great work really fast. Okay. I can't find Metal Storms anywhere. So... 
Is that related to MetaWolf Chaos? Yeah, <laughs> just leave. <laughs> if James would hurry up and kill me, I will. Right. Working on it. <laughs> Our rival rogue trader, <laughs> Dick Hawk, along with us, the president. Meanwhile, Herzog is just going He's down like uh, Rick from Pawn Stars. Like, right, let me call in my guy who does armor shoulder mounts for books. <laughs> he gets a lot of work. All right. <laughs> So your choices are Inferno, which gives it gives flame, uh, Tempest, which is it gains shock, converts to energy rather than explosive, and adds three damage versus anything with a machine trait. Uh, tracer shells, which only matter if you're firing on full auto, which I don't think your shoulder thing can do. Nope. Uh, acid shells, what? which corrosive, I imagine. Turns the web the damage profile to two d ten e. Are are we talking zero about bolters or shotgun right now? When you're saying shells, uh, bolters. Okay, yeah, bolt shells. Um, and and it catches on fire and it reduces AP and any armor damage in this way must be repaired to regain effectiveness. Wait, they catch on fire from the acid? Yeah, I mean high powered acids do cause combustion. Jeez. Or it could just be a simulation with similar rules. I can see where the rules are fairly similar. Yeah, as it just yeah. burns oh, yeah. down through their skin. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh, acid organ grinder rounds. Ooh, wait, what? <laughs> Is that they like do... more armor, but it hurts real bad? <laughs> they give you they... monster grease. Wow. They do damage equal to the normal. You know, damage is normal. If a target takes damage from this shell. After a reduction for armor and toughness bonus, they got to make a toughness test with a minus 10 penalty for every point of damage taken. Ooh. Success means the shell has either failed or is not powerful enough to cause further injury. Failure deals an additional 2d10 rending unaffected by armor or toughness. Jesus! Uh, yes, I get those. <laughs> they are extremely rare, so 30 is your uh, TM. Oh, no. Yeah, and I was specifically asking for the best ammo. All right. That's the best ammo. So, and here, so Orgrinder Shell is designed for a lingering, excruciatingly painful death. If a round penetrates into its flesh, spiraled ridges emerge, and the shell slowly twists its way through the body, slicing <laughs> tissue and bone in a pulp of viscera. And then there, it explodes? <laughs> there are rumors this horrific ammunition was designed to recreate a Xenos round. Probably an Eldar round. Yeah. Let's or be Harley, the Harley's Kiss or something like that, yeah. It could even be like the Necron weaponry. Nah, the Necron's all energy bolts. Yeah, and it works on the molecular level. Oh, okay. I almost feel like Fluffwise Tempest rounds would make more sense, but like, they're so good for those. Yeah, I like I like they talk about how cruel it is, as if it's like a luxury, when really it's just the most effective. I don't know. If What are you Listen, planning on no using Geneva this gun on? In space. It's on things that I want dead, generally. What do you want dead the most right now? Everyone. Is is it a machine or a person? Uh, to be fair, if it's a machine, it's still better. These organ grinder yeah. things. Like, they're stupid good. <laughs> they basically add 2d10 warp weapon damage. Like, it's insane. Yeah, I don't think I'm, I'm happy with them. Okay, so did you roll? Yeah. Well, I just was sticking with the roll that I said when I said I want the best ammo, and then I rolled. Oh, sure. So you got you got enough. Yeah. If if Fuck. those if my roll was not enough to get Fuck. those, I would have just taken the failure. Like if they were near sure. unique, I'd have been like, nah. I get you. But fuck. <laughs> okay, they'll be waiting for you in footfall. Uh, I only get to 
attack once per round. Yeah. Uh, a lower chance. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> it's fine. We'll get to see this go off in one glorious shot, and then somebody will become pace. This is going to be great. So you're apparently firing little tiny Hades drill breach rounds at people. <laughs> <laughs> Just that, just that puppet from Puppet Master flies out of your gun. <laughs> Drill him, <laughs> and then he explodes and reconstitutes later inside of your gun. It's highly heretical, but whatever. All right, all right. So yeah, you uh, you work that out, and then Scylla, you receive another call from the cogitator. It appears that there is sort of a back and forth conflict between him and the navigator on who gets to tell you about what. God damn it. <laughs> It's going to be the worst round of contract negotiations I mean, ever. To be fair, I think we'd be super dead without point. The cogitator informs you that there is once again a ship rending a theoric reef en route to the front half of the ship. Uh, that's going to be five degrees of success. All yeah, right, and you whip the ship around. You kick out the seven. back end and drift around it. <laughs> I was wrong. It was seven degrees, but yes. <laughs> You get fucking blue sparks. <laughs> Those are the good sparks. <laughs> Let's see. Mord. Multi-warp drift. <laughs> hey, Mord. I'm back. What I miss? Am I dead? You have a very in-depth dream that night. Oh, boy. A dream that the reef did strike the ship and rend it open, leaving you a space hulk drifting through the void. And you imagine yourself doing ever more heinous acts of conspiracy and convoluted planning to improve your own standing on the remainder of the warp hulk as you drift through warp space. Take five corruption, please. I think that puts me over. Oh, no, I'm at 16. It's insanity. That'll hit me to 20. Okay. Now, as he's secluded himself, he'll start scratching like a couple, like unknowingly, like start scratching these out while he's doing numbers. He'll be like, carry the two, 76, uh, murder half of the Laz clan to send a message. Uh, so, shoot one person. It's clearly the most important message he'll ever receive is do better or your family, the clan is dead. But I have to murder nine of them. It has to be nine. I don't know why. <laughs> to be honest, that's, that's the most bang for your buck. The long the last clan. Just <laughs> how long-term plan. Wait till they repopulate so they can get to nine before you murder them. Exactly. Send a real message. Stellar. No, I'll kill one, and then I'll just find nine other scapegoats and say they were last clans hiding all along. It's a conspiracy. Yeah. All right. So at about this point during the uh, during the during the voyage, that's the word. There is a great. Up. Hmm? <laughs> there is a great <laughs> juddering forward of the ship that sends everyone stumbling. It's not entirely unheard of. The ship just sort of gets warp turbulence now and again. But Phaedra and Scylla, you start to see oozing up from the cracks in the tiles below you some sort of heinous warp creature that begins climbing up your legs in completely different parts of the ship, and you are met with the nigh-irresistible urge to just shoot or hack away at them. Question. Yes. Is anyone there with me? And you say nigh-irresistible. I'm saying make a willpower test. Oh, I should. Okay, cool. Let me Both do of that you. because... Yeah. God damn it, those stations. Uh, what is my willpower? Phaedra, I need a willpower test from you too. Yep. No, just considering... 
Whether to use a fate point since I'm at like three health. Yeah, uh, I used a fate point because I did not want to sword or alter myself. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to do the same because I will literally kill myself. <laughs> uh, okay, I passed this one. Degrees. Okay. Yeah, I passed after the fate point as well. All right. With you manage you manage to uh, avoid the urge to cause grievous bodily harm to yourself as you reach down with an empty hand instead and find nothing at your grasp. The image fading away to nothing as you blink. Can I make a mental note that could theoretically give me a bonus going forward of having my bird and then looking through my bird's eye? How does that work? <laughs> at the cost of a couple of like insanity. <laughs> well, no, because if, if you had cybernetic eyes, you'd still see this. So, well, yeah, but I'm wondering, like, the sudden change of position, like, how good is the mind at keeping up with hallucinations? This is not really a problem like, that psychology has been able to explore yet. <laughs> oh, God, we need to look at Plus, that. we're bad. in the warp, so it's real. It's just not, you know, uh, you can't act, I suppose, would be the, you know. I'm not sure whether a grapple hawk would see it or not. That's an interesting question. <laughs> but. All right. Uh, which of you do you think would spend the most time down in the engine rooms? Like the, the areas that the tech priests wander around? Uh, Phaedra is spending some time there, both getting the orc skull attached and designing her lumen heraldry. So she'd be down there a lot this voyage, not usually. Okay. So this voyage, you are walking around down in the... Uh, the engine rooms, sort of the backup systems, and the primary warp defense systems. And suddenly you get to feeling a little woozy. And you start hearing screaming in your ears. Not really agonized screaming, but the screaming of people who have an urgent job to be done. And as you blink a few times, your vision fades forward, and you can sort of see these scuttling metal beasts crawling all over the important subsystems. Much like quite similar to the uh, the scuttling beast you encountered in the temple way way back when on Agusia. Um, so try to brush one off. You try to brush it off, and it takes a little bit of effort. And as you take it away, it comes away with a large chunk of metal in its clambering jaws. Uh. Is there some way to speak with the machine spirit from where I'm at? You go to get to some sort of like internal terminal system, but just as soon as you, um, just as quickly as the vision came, the vision is gone. The beasts are gone, but unfortunately, they have left great pockmarks all along the outside of the Gellerfield subsystems. God, Gellerfield. They crackle and spark. And you can hear little pieces of it start to power down. Uh, I will, I will scream at any and all red robes in the vicinity to get to work on this shit. All right, they do so. They begin attempting emergency repairs. How many days left are in this journey? And I got our field sandwich. Um, somewhere on the order of twenty. It is only damaged. It is not destroyed. Herzog, how are you dealing with the whole blood thing? The prayers have not abated your hunger in any meaningful sense. He started taking his uh, meals in his room, and actually, he'll probably skip going to the gym, too. <laughs> no pain, no gains. He'll stay in his uh, quarters and do push-ups and such. All right. Give me a push-up roll. just eat your own blood. 
Isn't that a talent? Auto sanguine? Yep, that's what that means. Auto erotic exsanguination. Hey, now you're bringing sexy back. That's a little awkward. I mean, pe- people are into that. So, by the way, I'm going to link my notes for this session in the uh, Skype chat. Let's just say fuck them. <laughs> Why does it just say ha ha? Am I actually making a push ups roll? No. Okay. <laughs> if you want to, you can make an athletics roll to see how many push up you do. Nah, that's dumb. <laughs> I'm sure there's rules for it in here somewhere. Where's the push-up section? All right. Cool. So that's most of that handled. So another one of your... He doesn't really... Another one of your sort of factotums comes to you, um, Phaedra. And he's carrying a large data slate on which he's typing in a number of uh, tactical considerations for the upcoming conflicts. Uh, Captain. Yes? I am organizing a contact list for the people we are to bring into the battle ahead. Is there anyone from Footfall you'd like me to contact? Um, Feel free to ask whoever you like. From Footfall. Or anyone you wish to negotiate with, in treaty with. Hmm. Let's see. Seeing as how I am not... Okay, so it was that... It's not like we've been declared excommunicatoris. Right. But... At the moment, your, been... your case is under review. And there are a number of bounties on your head from independent sources. Okay. Even the uh, chains of heresy move slowly. <laughs> um, I'm not sure how good of an idea would be to contact the factotum. Uh, let's see. Is there anybody else relevant on Footfall? Not really. Uh, they're basically the only people you met were uh, the various Gizmaticus people, and I guess you're. Herzog's old boys. That's a lie. We also saw Greentown. Yes, you also saw Greentown. I, as a I thought we were never going to talk about Greentown. <laughs> See, that's a presumption you made for everyone that I didn't agree to. <laughs> <laughs> See, if you want to call Greentown, you just get on the phone and dial three. <laughs> and then maybe an orc will pick up a phone. <laughs> What's this? <laughs> it's actually just a stick he found on the ground that is somehow ringing. <laughs> This ain't Mike Turner. <laughs> Boy, this tiny squig's shivering. Something fierce. <laughs> <laughs> it's making some sort of ringing noise. Thank you for calling Squiggy Jones. What can I help you? <laughs> Would you like to order take out? <laughs> Reddest delivery you've ever seen. <laughs> we keep the meat red so it gets to you faster. <laughs> or an orc picks up the phone. New squig, who dis? <laughs> we get there in ten minutes, so your teeth back. Wait, <laughs> I could never get those back. <laughs> uh, let's see. You know what? Yeah, she will. It would also be a little hypocritical to call on Greentown's help after what happened right before that you got, went in the warp. What? What are you talking about? I don't see a problem with this. <laughs> Maybe maybe I'll just mail them that dude's head in a box. You know, what's left of it? The bits of flesh she hacked off the skull herself. Uh, You know what? She'll call on the fact of him, see if he's still worthless. Are you talking about Lord or the other fact totem? No, the fact totem primaris. The the big bad fact totem. (laughs) The uh, fact totem primaris rejects your direct call, but 
you are permitted to speak to the uh, the underling that kept bringing you to see him. Oh, oh, good. Yes. I think I tell him might get to the Vexodum Primaris in approximately 35 years. Uh, uh, yes, this is uh, the undersecretary to the Factotum Primaris. Everyone can be here for this if you so choose. Yeah. Um, I told this guy, I, I don't know what to say to him. I want him just to tell his boss something rude on my behalf, but that's not constructive. <laughs> uh, just to have... What? Isn't there some sort of priority for, you know, a situation of world ending importance like this one? Ford form, Ford, form 36B triple A D four. That's a really low number. It, it's a pretty common occurrence. That's basically the beginning of the book. <laughs> you'll need this you'll need this chapter mainly. The other ones are just fluff. Harsh. <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, having my, my factotum submit the, I'm just letting you know, I'm having my factotum submit the form, uh, you know, like petition for personal aid from the dynasty to the Coronas Expanse Administratum. And, uh, if you could expedite that, that would be lovely. I'll, I'll try, but your case is under review by the, uh, Administratum High Offices. It's under review. Oh, it's under review from the administratum as well. Okay. So that uh, the factotum is totally out then. Uh, okay, well, thanks for something, I suppose. Click. Is there anything? <laughs> Just us. All right. The factotum comes back to you, the, the little under factotum. Um, we may be able to motive to mobilize our forces in Zaif. Uh, definitely. All right. I'll start work on that. Uh, yeah, spare whatever isn't necessary for, you know, planetary peacekeeping. At this point, maybe we send it all? Good point. Yeah, now they can, uh, send, if we send everybody, then the peacekeeping can, you know, occur on route. Yeah, it'll be fine. As long as we don't leave, you know, the, uh, as long as everything doesn't go nuts while we're gone. They can go nuts on planet. That's, no, they can't. Uh... No, she, yeah, she'll just take basically any surplus PDF. I'm not going to leave the place. Uh, well, okay, p- politically, like, because it was kind of a mess when she left. Like, how is it doing now? She will take whatever will, in her view, have it remain stable. I'm not sure. sure. You know. <laughs> is there anyone you'd like to talk to on planet? Um. Well, she'll see how how the higher that, you know... The, the high factotum wag, wiggled his finger at her about uh, see how he is settling into his work, but otherwise, I yeah, I mean it's not really uh you know obviously ask for some reports to to give to board, but you know nothing she's concerning herself with. Sure, uh, you receive a full report from the general you left, or sorry, former Lord Admiral you left on planets to become planetary governor. Mm-hmm. Uh, he regales you with how much more pleasant it has been to do this than to engage in the hustle and bustle of warfare, and that, in fact, things have been going rather smoothly. She will send an appropriately oversized gift his way. Create a Samamasek he likes or something like that. Sealed with an orc tooth. 
No, they biodegrade, man. Oh, right. That's how they don't have hyperinflation. Fuck. And and what will you? What orders will you send that he will assume that this is an apology for? Uh, no, no, no. This was a job well done. If he's telling the truth. Uh, to well, okay. The dynasty have other ships with which to send people. Um, sure. You're not the only Ramirez. Yeah, we probably got Chartist stuff that can do. Yeah, so... But that'd be like calling your dad to ask for help. <laughs> um, You're going to get the whole talk about how you're under review for heretical acts again. <laughs> well, it wouldn't be your dad. Uh, dad dying is the reason for the high vendetta. But... Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, which reminds me, she needs to murder shiny teeth after this is done, but only after <laughs> this is done. <laughs> He's useful until then. <laughs> <laughs> and only partially useful. So, uh, yeah, I mean, she's not she's not asking for much. Uh, basically, what he can what he considers prudent to spare. If that's not enough to get a ship going, then it isn't enough to get a ship going. Like, if if it's a drop of bug, if it's a drop of water in the ocean, then you know she's Sorry, not going to bother. Are but, you asking uh, the Lord Admiral or the Ramirez dynasty? Uh, well, she's asking the Lord Admiral how much. If it's enough, then she'll ask the dynasty to transport them. Um, well, the Lord, the Lord Admiral informs you that the Zaith land ships could, in theory, be carted wholesale off to another planet by a sufficiently large cruiser. Mm, seeing as how the they're going to be. F- Fighting on Thorin's rest? That's not a great idea. <laughs> Those things aren't exactly environmentally sound. No, just think of it as extreme mulching. The planet's been like corrupted by shiny teeth and Robert. It's just a way to turn the soil. <laughs> nah, if that's the case, like this planet remaining a not shithole is more important to her than a you know a couple of extra dudes. So. It's fine. In that case, he is willing to offer you a squadron of basically gun cutter forces. Some parachuters, some uh, fighter pilots, stuff like that. Okay, that works. Uh, I guess in chill range transport from within the dynasty. All right. Uh, do you ask for any other forces from the dynasty? Uh, yeah, as much as she can leverage, really. <laughs> All right, give me a charm test. Okay. I yell at you. I yell at myself. No. Um, does my... Well, yeah, I guess my bridge would count since I'm communicating electronically. Yeah. So, uh, five degrees. Five degrees of success. All right, so you... Um, who do you think would be sort of like the head unit of the Ramirez dynasty right now? Like an uncle, your mother... Uh, yeah, probably your mother. Mom, I need right. some help. So you you call you call your mother, and it's mostly a a text to text outlet because she's in an important meeting right now. And you ask her for forces to fight an inquisitorial task force. <laughs> yep. And and she says as much. Are are you asking me for forces to fight an inquisitorial task force? Uh, I'm asking for forces to defeat a 
secessionist traitor who happens heretical. to be don't forget heretical that's what secessionist secessionist heresy so you don't need to say the same thing twice uh, no, you just need to keep adding so it sounds cooler she's old <laughs> she doesn't know anymore uh no just imagine phaedra with gray hair that's pretty much her mom uh <laughs> no who am i kidding she doesn't have gray hair she gets a rejuvenated uh, <laughs> it is impossible to think of phaedra living long enough she... to have gray hair <laughs> uh yeah, so, you know, well, no, I'm requesting forces to uh, destroy a secessionist uh, traitor who happens to be an inquisitor. You you are interrupted uh, with a message that says, don't try to spin this on your mother. I, I'm not spinning anything. He's, he's trying. We're fighting. Uh, was it her or him? I'm sorry. The inquisitor. Uh, you have heard two different names that are Almost identical, oh. one male, one female. Uh, we are fighting there's two of them. Them uh, at Corin's or at Thorin's rest. Uh, don't know what their plans are with it, but if you thought it couldn't get worse, then the Dalvex. I have news. I'm listening. The text no, says that, that is the news. There, I don't. I'm. I'm not sure what their plans are with it but that is where we're trying to track them down uh and what will become of the dollbacks <laughs> uh well marriage is a sacred agreement i am not marrying that Scylla will kill all of them <laughs> by the way i imagine your mother isn't great at texting so all this has been in like caps lock <laughs> forward 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 <laughs> No, my, yeah, yeah, I know, but yeah, that, that's exactly what Space Obama's doing, Mom. Yep, <laughs> nope, okay. Well, <laughs> no, I, I think at, at the point where you're the matriarch of a rogue trader dynasty, your fingers never touch anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. There's probably scribes working on her under-the-table meeting text. <laughs> you say that like there's only like one at a time. Like The fact is I feel like there's a chain going down to there. <laughs> <laughs> like the one bull directly below her also has disdain for touching electronic devices. <laughs> we have to go the down amount of time you have to touch a device is a hierarchy in this family. Uh, what will happen to the Delvix? Well, if he gives me an opening, uh, I'm going to destroy him and everything he holds dear? Question mark? Do you have a plan? Uh, <laughs> does she have a plan? She doesn't really have a plan. Make Mord. What? That's his job. Make Mord have a plan. <laughs> yeah. I mean, how much of a plan is there to have? We don't know what we're going into. We go there, fight, and then kill their ship after. That's what well, we're doing. We so, what we can basically do is pin some of the shit on him, probably. Um... Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's something. We, could... we still have the information that, that he wanted to kill that inquisitor we can maybe do something with that even if we're the ones who kill her <laughs> i mean strictly sp- mm, no because we need her to come out of this dirty so we can't pin her on him uh damn it Mort, i demand you figure out how we screw this guy over <laughs> oh ma'am i believe the plan is to find it uh to find a means of just not only uh, removing Dahlbeck from the equation in the known space-time, but uh, liquidating their assets and bringing a hefty 
amount of it to you and the family. And then possibly using the ideas of a rose secessionist inquisitor to garnish greater glory to our... I'm forgetting words. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not asking for the victory plan. I'm asking for the how we justify or or otherwise sort out Dalvec because you can't can't just kill him like for no reason. I get mean, just mm-hmm. well, no, because I mean, it's not like I mean for the, for the same reason he can't kill me because uh, there's you know the dynasty is more than either of us. You know what I mean. Well, I mean, I mean, we just used the same thing that the Inquisitor was going to do. We do have him on camera showing us around a secret facility that then went tits up. That's true. Just literally use the plan that the Inquisitor is going to do and just, you know. Uh, I'm not saying Phaedra isn't smart, but using someone else's homework is probably how she got through school. But, <laughs> you know, hold on. I got I to gotta look something up now. <laughs> she, she literally took like the went to college background path, but I forget whether she got logic or peer academics from it. Uh, Please tell me she logic. got logic. She got logic, so she didn't make friends. Um, <laughs> yeah. So my statement still stands. <laughs> do I, and I think we also have. I don't know. I mean, you could just release Scylla from her duty to you, and then whatever happens, happens, and then she just be an outlaw. And she'd probably be cool with that. What are they going to do? Catch her in the ship? No. We've got... Lord's right. We've got the footage. We just don't let the wider world in on the fact that he was also working against them. I mean, Victor gets to write history, right? We'll be fine. Fair enough. Who's Victor? And we were the ones that orbitally bombarded the planet, and we have... A small doll tumbles out of Herzog's overcoat. No. <laughs> oh no. No, not that little fucker. What is he doing here? <laughs> he has a miniature Zaith Warblade. <laughs> I made it. He has a tiny force weapon. Oh god. <laughs> I mean, we should uh talk to that Robert guy and uh get something really uh heretical and have it, you know, something he's done with and leave it on a ship. Well, no, wait, but don't we <sighs> like Confused on how many layers we were screwed over. Because we, we were never talking to Dalbeck until we were on planet. We, I think we're never talking to the actual Robert ever. Never, ever. As I understand it, is that true, James? Uh, that seems a very valid assumption to make. You have no evidence to the contrary. Uh, is also, there... Good. Also, I wasn't joking. We should probably expect two of these... I wouldn't be surprised if they're twins. I mean, it could just be a coincidence there are two names. We're just obfuscating their name. But, eh. <laughs> uh, Oh, yeah, but that's the plan she sends her mom. Just, we're going to let him pull the bag, basically. So, so let me get this straight. The text reads. <laughs> you are negotiating. Oh, she, put, she put four periods in the ellipsis. Of course she did. <laughs> you are negotiating with our sworn enemies, to combat an Inquisitor, at which point you will leave the Dal- leave the Daldex with the blame for both fighting an Inquisitor and supporting a heretical Inquisitor. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's a, that's the long and short of it. You're just like your father. I'm so proud of you, XOXO. <laughs> <laughs> it's five cruisers enough. <laughs> Jesus <Holy> Christ! Shit. <laughs> 
Fucking five cruisers? Christ almighty. It's it's never enough. Smiley face. (laughs) We go to war. (laughs) Mom sent trip money. (laughs) And you hear some beeps and boops on your your bridge of antiquity that show that under your section of the dynasty, there have been several new starships added. Amounting to two light cruisers and three outright cruisers. Did you say three alt-right cruisers? <laughs> three outright cruisers. I mean, that's what Red Red calls an alt-right Red cruiser. Red <laughs> <laughs> Not actually racist, they just... <laughs> been someone wait. told me to get out. <laughs> What's the role to punch the captain in the head? Uh, I failed that role automatically. <laughs> no, of the alt-right cruisers, you mean. Um, let's see... Did you want to contact actual for real Robert or shall he remain clueless? Uh, yeah, we will contact him and then gauge how surprised he is. Uh, why don't we just also throw him under the bus and take all his money? Uh, well, we need to, but we need to figure out like how we can't can't screw Robert over for old time's sake. Those were our first heresies. I'm feeling nostalgic for my first mortal sin. Yeah, I. Now we. Okay. Going to contact him. Uh, well, first off, I, I guess I would contact his actual business since he'd, he'd been communicating from us with us before through like back channels and stuff. Uh, directly contact his actual business, basically saying, "Oh, you know, I don't have like the secure." channel anymore like are we still doing business with one another all right you, you know? are you are met with a direct call from the official line of robert himself okay and you are met with the hologram of a rather bemused looking man look looking identical to the man you've been dealing with all this time uh yeah who are you that's what i thought what uh i have some news Someone has been dealing with my dynasty using your identity. Excuse me? Don't make the Lord Captain repeat yourself. Thank you. Fine, fine. Let's say I heard that madness you were just talking about. Okay. Why? Uh, As an intermediary for a, uh, well, plainly, uh, for a secessionist effort. Are you telling me that, that that tabloid article that just got published this morning was fucking... Is, it, it has legs? Uh, what article is this now? Only he, if it was on a servitor. He sends you a copy of the article that you got sent by Dahlbeck to prove the point that you guys were going to be in the middle of a PR disaster. It oh. also mentions Robert Spaceship Company in the subtext. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, you'll, you'll see. Yeah, they got my bad side in that suspicious surveillance photo uh but that is me all right i can't figure out a motive for why you would be telling me about this if this wasn't a cover-up good so so, what do you need uh well we are currently pursuing the you you realize uh an inquisitor is responsible for all this so things are here i don't give a shit who's responsible for this right yeah well i'm just saying uh, we're currently 
uh, we're not tracking them. We know where they're going to be, but we're currently moving to pursue. Uh, she will rattle off the, you know, number of uh, the the cords to Thorin's rest. Uh, we're planning on, you know, a large engagement there. Uh, if you've got anything you can spare, uh, we're going to try to put this thing to bed permanently. Uh, see, I'm a starship company, not a PMC, but I might be able to work something out for you. What do you need? Uh, do you need, like, tech? Or... What's the fastest rush job uh, on a large ship being repaired? Centuries. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, uh, yeah, well, I mean, if you've got anything with, like, a like a docking arm or a salvage arm or anything like that. Uh, unfortunately, we had to make the journey. We had to start making the journey through the warp while still massively damaged. If you've got anything that could do a patch job on a sword class frigate, sword class frigate, <laughs> that thing's practically made of building blocks. I'm gonna have that done within a couple hours. Okay. Uh, well, you know the vagaries of the warp aside, we should be there in approximately. However many days we have left, uh, accounting for warp dilation and whatnot. Uh, Listen, it's, I'm looking at some of the stats right now. It looks like you're not actually allowed at any of the uh, public docks right now because you're under review or some shit. Uh, yeah, no, we're we're stopping at uh, at Footfall to grab a couple of things that are going to fall off a dock, according to my good friend. Uh, and yeah, then we're yeah, yeah bullshit. Park at my dock. Okay. More than any of those things to fall off a different dock. <laughs> All right. Your, your ship's going to shine like the fucking sun. Which sun? As more goes about, like, changing a, like, a country's net worth in dollars. I'm like, <laughs> All right. Hey, well, I, I guess we're go, changing a lot of agreements now. I've got to go find a new planet to scam. <laughs> they didn't need the money. I like this rubber more than other rubber. <laughs> You can tell he's normally a cheerful fellow, but he's a little pissed. <laughs> and all we need to do is find and strangle a, uh, you know, polymorphine abusing assassin. It'll be fine. Um, <laughs> or two. <laughs> or two, yeah. <laughs> Turns out it's been Scylla this whole time. You stabbed me in the back. <laughs> yep. Think that this Zaythorn would have Necrodermis in it. You were wrong. <laughs> Alright, so, yeah. It is, unless there's anything else you guys want to handle, it is, you are all clear until the end of your journey. All right. This leg, anyway. Let's go get that multiple suits of power armor. <laughs> <laughs> this was a hell of a crate. Like, this is probably like... <laughs> yeah, th- that, that, that crate is monumentally valuable. <laughs> <laughs> you just ripped off a small, a small civilization. That 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 crate contains a monk that's going to illuminate your power armor. <laughs> Hyper fragile level ten. Then this small <laughs> clip of eight bolt shells that just reads instead of like warning radioactive, it's like warning, you know, a war crime in the <laughs> in the Imperium of Man using these things is a fucking war crime. Clearance big, level Helvetica. <laughs> There's a big stamp on the crate, but instead of fragile, it just says don't. <laughs> Sorry, what were you saying? So I'm just thinking about like what all we got in this one. We got a set of power armor. Yep. Illuminated heraldry. Uh, illuminated heraldry. Uh, the war crime bullets. 
Yeah, uh, helmet augmentation. A helmet augmentation and uh, re- reparations on a force sword. Yeah, that that is the single most valuable set of acquisitions you guys have ever made, ever. Fucking, <laughs> <laughs> it's just a crate that has like fucking Masamune in it. He <laughs> just, just goes to work on your sword. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> The force goes to future Masamune, and after he's done with his work, he just absorbs himself into it to complete it. Illuminated Henry recovers with one of four cherubs with spotlights. Oh, I just flash back to that fucking Bushido Blade commercial with the dude at the. Uh, he's like, and some men make kazoos. <laughs> if you haven't seen it, check it out. It's a good commercial. All right, I'll, I'll look uh, up. Muramasa's kazoo. I look up Bushido Blade Kazoo commercial. <laughs> All right. So, anyone have any, anything else they want to handle on this leg of the warp journey? Uh, nope. I'm ready for a power armor, force sword repair, helmet donning montage. <laughs> Doc side. And Mortis, Mortis sitting there signing papers. That's what his cool action is in this scene. I load my bolt, bolt pistol. It suddenly just looks more evil. <laughs> <laughs> it's got that ominous red glow. <laughs> no yeah. reason. You, you break back into reality alongside Footfall Station, and you are immediately given a blaring notice that you do not have permission to land. <laughs> and since when has that ever stopped me? Forward to Dock 12. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You, you surpass public docks one through eight and land at... Uh, land in Robert's starship field where immediately a number of large buildings and ships that all have different repair and loading arms just grab onto your to the outside of your hull and start removing pieces and putting pieces on if it wasn't in space you'd hear those sounds like when someone's at a place to the flag to let us know when it's cool to go <laughs> uh, there is there is a knock on the on the bulkhead out there's a what? A knock on the bulkhead? Yeah, someone knocks on the door in from the outside. Is it a caveman? <laughs> Man hit door with fist. It is how they used to do. <laughs> Back in the olden days. Before the man, the fires. Old man shakes fist at Sky. Come in. Uh, he eventually gets the door open with no small amount of effort. It It is a... It is a teenager in a post-boy outfit with a large crate. A delivery for you, Captain! (laughs) We're going to tip you well, son. That was an impressive delivery. (laughs) As you flip him a penny and pat him on the head and send him back to the 1920s. (laughs) He gets like three crowns. He doesn't actually get tipped usually. He's going to go home and eat for a week. No, yeah, I gave him a tip that changes his life and then send him off. <laughs> Thank you, sir. My tip is invest wisely. Go. And then he goes off never to be seen in any game ever again. <laughs> Good for him, right? <laughs> That's probably the best fate one could hope for. <laughs> now, he, now just out of spite, he's going to be my next Black Crusade character. <laughs> the money went to his head and he started worshipping Slash. <laughs> On the outside of the crate, this, this crate is fucking vacuum sealed to the to the nth degree. But on the outside, in marker, it says "Good luck, love ringmaster in void space." Oh dear! Undo the vacuum seal. I get my sword and pray. <laughs> you pop it up, and it is all the acquisitions you ask for. 
Okay. By the way, love is spelled L-U-V. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, they're like curved like a heart. He also put in a dose of stim for you, Ringmaster did. Oh, is this his special stim that nope, he likes stim. to make? Oh, okay. <laughs> it is normal ass stim. <laughs> Which to him is his special stim because he's never off of the stuff. <laughs> I gave you the special stuff. It's so weak I can't even taste it anymore. <laughs> taste it? What are you talking about? Don't worry about it. Well, you don't swallow yours raw? <laughs> <laughs> Gets in the bloodstream quicker. It's time to cook. All right. Uh, for, all, for all intents and purposes, mark your whole integrity to all. All right. I wonder why I ever went to anyone except this dude, because he just did 28 points of hull. And... He's probably not only really expensive when you're not saving him from heresy. Mm, fair enough. Yes, uh, each one of these loading arms would have cost a fortune to take apart one ship. Uh, yep, then she will step out of the... I've always wondered how the light power armor works but uh oh no she's no because light power armor doesn't have a power supply she has a normal power armor uh and start applying the lumen heraldry which is an absolutely ridiculous uh just pictures of the emperor everywhere (laughs) just big emperor face yeah and like it's you know, various, uh, as I probably wouldn't have any saints, but like, you know, there's like a big thing of St. Drusus on the back with a chain so the, sword raised up in the air and stuff. So the like, this session goes on, the more Phaedra is turning into like white girl with Uggs and uh, <laughs> Starbucks, the 40k version in my head. <laughs> what bicep saints? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why. No, it, is, something about it. it is big, stupid, and gaudy, uh, but intensely religious. <laughs> Pretty much so same, similar to what uh, Herzog was describing his power armor as. Uh, yeah, except less functional, like less in- intellectual. There's probably very few passages. Like it's icons, just covered in icons. <laughs> it's got a picture of someone actively stabbing a demon. <laughs> Uh, what does the four sword look like now? Once you apply the uh, the modifications, I feel like other than a bit of repair to the body, the blade, and just uh, reinscribing a few of the marks like, on it, um, probably through some arcane methods that are really Im- inscrutable to begin with. But additionally to that, that previously was mentioned, there were several holes pockmarked along its surface, and especially along the handle where gems belonged before. And some sort of latent warp-affecting gem uh, is placed socketed back into these, most notably the ones in place the eyes of the creature whose mouth is holding the blade. All right. They illuminate back up as she holds it, but for anyone else, or went out of her grasp, but do not. Sure. Uh, let's see. What, does, what are the helmet dogs look like? Uh, they're mostly internal, um, because they just correctly just add, like... I don't know if they add full prey sensors, but they add like built-in comms and stuff like that. Yeah, it's like a microbead, a photovisor. I think prey sense you get that good or best, maybe. Yeah, but it's definitely microbead, boxcaster, photovisor. Oh, I know. It's that little extra little box on the side with the antenna stick. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Fair enough. And you get a set That's of completely normal-looking uh, 
bolts shells that are also a war crime. <laughs> Let's see. And I think that's everyone's stuff. Oh, and Herzog's. Uh... Yeah, Herzog has full power armor. <laughs> yeah, you're mentioning the uh, all the religious icon iconography and. What color? Yeah. It's got to be gold, right? Yeah, probably gold. Although it's uh, it's probably not like shiny gold or anything. You can't actually be confused for the emperor. It's it's got a little less luster, just so it's not heretical. Matte brass, gold, brassish. Yeah, gold, dude, just, goldenrod. He ordered the tabard just because there probably isn't time to engrave power armor and such. What color is the tabard? Uh, tabard's probably uh gray. Most exciting color. Yes. Why not black with gold stitching? You know, gray is uh, my black favorite with... color. Yeah, black with gold would work. Yeah. Alright. Yeah. Emperor, help me. I never thought I'd see something like this. Getting all gussied up, uh, Herzog. Well, we're going to war. You're just mad you're not part of Team Power Armor. <laughs> yeah, I... I don't... <laughs> If I get marooned on a planet, though, I won't be lugging around an extra, what, 300 pounds? I, the power hasn't run out on me yet. You haven't been marooned on a planet yet. Probably in your whole life. Look at you. Living in a lap of luxury. I'm not sure I like all this talk from my pilot about getting marooned. Excuse me? Do you realize... She holds up the, the, the magazine of bolt shells. Do you realize how much these cost? Uh, nope. You are you are in the lap of luxury every time you fire that weird shoulder gun of yours. Do you understand? <laughs> I think, and I think that's true before you insert these into it. Yeah. After right. you insert these in, you're more uh, planetary power and of your own right. Yeah, no, you're putting someone in the anti-lap of luxury. Uh, I just meant ever. No, nope. shit happens. Got, got marooned in my room at Scola once. That, that's about it. <laughs> All right, so I assume it's not too long before you start preparing for the next warp jump. Mm-hmm. All right, so this is going to be the warp jump from, it's like five days. Downtown. From, from Footfall to DeLorean. And then DeLorean will be 50 days off to Thorin's Rest. Okay. So you're a bit over halfway there. One time she had to hide inside the chest cavity of a hyper tiger while it was still alive. Like some kind of terrible parasite. <laughs> It was only doable because its chest opened into a giant mouth. This time, uh, we are going to do the resolution or thing, but I don't want anyone to make any rolls. Okay. So I imagine you, uh, you all head down to the resolution arena. You're clad in your some of your new gifts. No weapons, I imagine, because that's the rules. I'm nope. done with my new bolt rounds. <laughs> <laughs> well, we probably wanted to test them out. It's okay. Come I'm, on. I'm certain no <laughs> weapons in the ring, but I presume like we'd take them off just before entering the ring rather than not having them whatsoever nearby. Sure. Yeah, I suppose phasers are ceremonial, technically. So, But I just uh, want the 70 strength, James. Why? <laughs> 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 All right. And uh, after you guys enter, you know, command crew goes in first, I imagine. Um, you, you are followed in by a number of, like, you're followed in by, like, a huge expanse of your crew as normal. And, uh, First Officer Cortez, your new guy, walks up to you, Captain. <sighs> Captain Ramirez. Yes? <sighs> what we're doing is suicidal. <sighs> Do you have a problem with dying in the Emperor's service? 
First Officer Cortez? I have no problem as long as I know it is in the Emperor's service. And right now I'm not so sure. Say pop. I'm not going to say pop. <laughs> say what? That was the... <laughs> that's the code word for her to shoot down. <laughs> right. <laughs> two weeks ago. <laughs> so well, aren't like you all full of pomp and vinegar? <laughs> yeah, that, that was a really it, awkward way of saying it. <laughs> it wasn't even intentional this time. Just forgot. Yeah. <laughs> so it is with a heavy, heavy heart that I must ask you to stand down, Captain. And for a moment, you can hear echoing in your head everyone who's been telling you, do this, do that, act this way, act that way. Oh, boy. You can hear it all echoing in your head in this man's demand for you to step down from your sacred post. Uh, let's see. Well, no weapons. So, I will not accept your demands. My crew will not accept your demands. The emperor who protects and guides us will not accept your demands. <laughs> I have spoken to the crew. I have told them what is happening. I figured it was only right to let them make their own decisions. And again, in this outright claim that he subverted your authority and told privileged information to the rank crew members of your ship, you hear the voices of everyone who just decided to do something without telling you. Everyone who elected to do something for the greater good without bothering to ask your opinion on it. The punishment for mutiny remains the same. Now, you can face that punishment with dignity, which I shouldn't even afford you, or... We can do this now. Have you noticed that the crew here is a bit less than the normal gathering? Uh, did I? Um, you, after a certain point, it's hard to pay attention, that sort of thing. But as you look around, the crowd does look sparser than usual. There are some crew missing. The ones that are present, they agree with my version of the events. So I'll ask you again to stand down. Uh... He is going to get throttled. All right, how do you kill him? Uh, like, how much is less for the janitorial crew to clean up and mop up? I think it's just more of a choke thing than a rip-apart thing. Yeah. Like, By the he, way, he's good. in case you were worried, Ensign Ricky isn't here. <laughs> good, we don't want that man yeah, to see like, any more blood. He, he starts to finish that sentence. And he doesn't get to. You uh, stand. <laughs> uh, she just, uh, you know, grabs him. Uh, eventually, you know, not, not very elegantly, but just, you know, just kind of, you know, falls like not even pushes him onto the floor, like falls over with him onto the floor, and she just gets on top of him and just keeps strangling him until he dies, like. <laughs> Yeah, everyone watches in a sort of stunned silence as just the veins bulge out in his neck, his face turns red, and he tries to struggle against you, and his eyes start bulging out until finally he lays un unwounded, but asphyxiated and dead on the ground. Is this what you want? All of you? 
to die for something worse than nothing? I can't hear you. I guess they didn't like the uncertainty of maybe dying in battle. Roll me a command or intimidate check. I will command. I just... <laughs> uh, spend a fate point to add a degree to that. Uh, two degrees. <laughs> okay, sure. I will roll for this guy's posthumous command. Oh, no, three degrees. I, have op- I've, I always forget about officer on deck. But I am on a spacecraft. All right. So he receives a penalty for being dead now. <laughs> could be worse. They could have had like a martyr effect. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he did not die in a particularly martyrish way. <laughs> Glorious way, no. He, he was strangled with prejudice to a silent audience. <laughs> and everyone sort of looks at each other. You can hear the whispering among them. And two of the large burly members that you recognize as some of the last remaining members of the Laz clan push their way to the front and they take a knee in front of you. And slowly, one by one, two by two, ten by ten, the rest of the crew takes a knee in front of you as well. Can you decimate him? I think the point went through, Scylla. It's okay. It's okay. Just give it like a week and you can use it. I promise. All right. Well, no, I'm just saying. But this is the captain that I signed up to work under. No, we're, we're still good. Don't worry. She, she handled that as she was supposed to. All right. What do you do? Uh, not exactly up to speechifying. Uh, but. Yeah, I don't know. Um, This is a point she's been kind of hammering on. Uh, that, you know, we're doing the Emperor's work. And. She's really got a fairly simple message. Like it's not not a complicated thing. Sure. Uh, that's the good, great part about being a zealot is that things can be very simple, <laughs> black and white. Uh, Do you explain a little of what your actual mission is when you get out of warp on the other side? Uh, yeah, and you know, throwing that we're fighting for for Thorn's rest, which you know. I'm not sure if it was like active long enough to have a, a sort of presence in terms of like how they think about various dynasty holdings, but it's uh like a Valhalla, but for if you live. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good, considering if you die, corn gets you. <laughs> yeah, so so you're you so is that uh, about the end of your speech? It's a it's an inspiring story about the about how you are in the rights doing the Lord's work. Yeah. After you finish off your speech, one of the Laz Clan members picks up the body of Cortez and sort of shakes him around by the neck. This here fucker told us that we were going to fight an Inquisitor. Didn't mention any of that crap. <laughs> well, uh, that's why there's usually a. Uh, that's important, to be sure. The distinction is important. Uh, the. But, you know, also not making that distinction, but mentioning the rest of the orders, which, I mean, you guys don't, don't need to necessarily do everything you should do what you're supposed to. It's your duty. It's our duty. Uh, but yes, if the clarification is necessary, uh, as I've explained to others, we, yes, the person that we oppose has abused the post given to them by the Lord Satara. 
uh, in pursuit of secession, and that is why they must be destroyed. The head las the head las burner shakes his hand. We'd have followed you either way, Captain, even if it wasn't Inquisitor. But no one he lied to us and makes this man reactor food. Leave his head. You got, Captain. We still fighting for the button. Oh, of course. There's a cheer, and the last burners just sort of huck Cortez's body up into the stands, and the brawl breaks out. Uh, only you guys roll. I will not roll anything. Oh, wow. Uh, is is it lots of good? No, two DOF. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, wait, no, I was thinking of strength. That's five degrees. Oh. <laughs> I think. There's the ward. I think I got you beat. Wait, wait, you're in your power armor? <laughs> There's no rule against power armor, just no weapons. Wait, what? There's no Oh, I I make it on the money then? No, nah, she she wouldn't just no, she, she can't choke that guy in power armor. The hands aren't dexterous enough. Uh you I just think power armor is definitely against what I don't think anyone else has been using. <laughs> yeah, I feel no, like he's... if you can pull a trigger in your power armor, you can get your hands around a neck. It That's just squashes like a melon instead of snaps like a chicken. He won't. I just wanted a chance at winning for once. <laughs> it's okay. More didn't win. 95 out of I'm... 36. You, you had a really good chance at winning that one time the orc ended up winning. I am very sad because Scylla beats my miraculous four degrees of success. <laughs> yeah. Weapon skill 64 rolled to 10. 80 out of 60. Okay. All right. So I think that's Scylla for the victory. Somehow, I mean, Dandy apparently puts up a goddamn good fight. Yeah. Dandy, what, what happens? I don't know. What does you doing good happened. at this mean? What has happened? Are you just real happy you got your good sword and you just, I want to get back to it? <laughs> I don't think it's specifically that. I think there's her entire identity and everything that she cares about is something about respect. And with the sort of situation that just got played out here, she is ablaze, essentially. 420. <laughs> she has a lady boner for the captain. Anyway, uh... <laughs> It's partly weaving through the fight, but it's partly just a weird, steadfast nature to her entire uh, way of fighting this time, rather than just sheer strength or skill alone. Uh, I mean, obviously, Scylla is far stronger and uh, more skilled than her, so when it gets to that point, uh, it's not much of a contest. Mord, what happens to you? Uh, D'Andy punches him in the dick. Uh, no. Specifically, uh, no, no. More of a cross chop to the neck. No, I, I probably he like he he's probably trying to be sneaky and use the uh, you know I'm gonna bring a chair mentality, but without the chair, you know he he wanted to like go in that magic feather idea. And as then, it turns out, that the chair was a vital part of that strategy. <laughs> turns out it really was a magic feather. He's not that good at this. And the first person he went up to just is the person who can see behind their head. Yeah. All right, and. Scylla, Deandy, how's your fight go? What happens? Uh, Scylla's probably like really surprised. I don't think it takes very long. I don't think it does, but I think like Deandy gets a couple good quick hits. Yeah, in. like a solid like palm thrust, like chest and bottom of chin, and it just doesn't go as well as she expects it to. Actually, I think Herzog's about at the same level as you guys, so I guess he's in there too. Yeah, but yeah, I think you actually like to make her take a step back anyone else that hard, they fall down. 
yeah, that seems accurate. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, it's all just posting Picks things. her up via the face. <laughs> Here's Og, what happens to you? Uh, I don't know. I guess if they're they're fighting, yeah, he'll probably start loudly uh, charging towards them. Actually, unless Herzog and Dandy want to combine their successes, to t- yeah, then they can roll against each other. Sure, if you guys want to team up to take down the combat monster, I'd say you can roll again against each I other. I feel that's who she was focusing on, yeah, at the time. <laughs> Herzog, would you have be a combat monster, Zilla? too. <laughs> All right, until so you get blindsided by a combat priest after the Dandy <laughs> punch. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm about to, like, smash uh, Dandy, just, like, Mandible Claw style. And then suddenly you're taken out. Suddenly a lariat. <laughs> Ooh. All right. Uh, By God, King, it's the clothesline from heaven? <laughs> from the Emperor. I don't know if there is a conception of heaven for uh, the Emperor. I, I think it's just you get to hang with the Emperor, and that's basically heaven. Emperor's well, hell. hell. And, and where? In his uh, corpse purgatory? No, you aren't allowed to talk about that. He's fighting demons in super heaven. Because <laughs> he's officially alive. <laughs> it's complicated. That's Super what Tisanis says on Facebook. You could be in war it's while you're alive. Just ask that fucking Grey Knight. <laughs> <laughs> you have to hang out with him. Turns out it actually is hell. All right, here's Octi Andy. Roll it again against each other. Two degrees I'm, success. I'm spending a fate point on this ninety-nine. <laughs> Can't let the psyker with noodle arms beat you. <laughs> Not after that. <laughs> uh, twenty-four or twenty-five out of fifty-four. That's two degrees. I'll spend a fate point to add a degree. <laughs> Hypothetically, you could do that too, Herzog, if you got a bonus one. Oh, well, I have two now. Yeah, what the hell? I'll spend it. <laughs> this is what really matters. This is how I we. I actually, the, the emperor has apparently taken a personal interest in this. <laughs> Timelines. Tell, tell me conscious. A tear rolls down her cheek. She's so proud of her babies. Yeah. <laughs> tell me how fate helps you win this fight, Herzog. <laughs> Wait, it doesn't help him win it. We get no, equal again. They tied. They tied. Oh, they, they tied. We tie again. Roll it again. <laughs> <laughs> 23 out of 54. I'll spend a fate point to reroll that 94. That is an 11 out of 46. That's three degrees again. Uh, <laughs> however, I still do my fate points, so I can spend another. Do you want to or do you want to roll one more time? I kind of want to. <laughs> This is so dumb. I'm gonna laugh. You guys all <laughs> uh, so that gives me uh, four degrees of success. Phaedra should be like tearing up watching this. Shut up, Axe. No, that's a beautiful fate points, Kevin. Nope. I would have a couple sessions ago. Yeah. All right. How does this happen? What even? <laughs> You guys I spent do the work. far too many fate points on this roll. <laughs> it was just very important to me in the moment. Oh, by the way, your Geller field's fixed. <laughs> that reminds I, me. I, I love the uh, brilliant meta perspective on this. You have not given a shit about this the entire game, and now you take it from Herzog. <laughs> I, I had a speech prepared about how clearly the Emperor is down since our chip priest won, but. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. So yeah, how, how do you beat him? God. Okay. Um. Yeah, her entire fighting style is kind of like the use the base of the palm thrust or kind of like chop motions to weaker parts on someone. And I feel like the fact is this that by using her strange senses that she now has, just using that to her advantage to try and weave between his bulk more than anything else, because she's relatively small. Uh, and I don't feel it's... I feel that just there's a point where she makes a strike to like the side of his face and it wouldn't have been that bad. But just at the angle that it rattles him as she pushes forward, it just kind of knocks around, uh, rattles his brain a bit, and he just goes off kilter. Yeah, that seems fair. Where she can uh, get a hit to the solar plexus, where the uh, where all he's got is scar tissue now. Oh, that's pretty good too. I feel like that's probably the finish. That's just the first part is to take him to his knee. All right, just leaving her there. Just <sighs> wipe whatever sweat comes out from under her mask. <laughs> you sort of lift the mask a little forward and start. Just she like can't. A... It's literally gene fused to her face. A stream of water goes down. <laughs> Truly, yeah. When she when she talks, it's just like bubbly. <laughs> Thank God it's a visor. The emperor has decided that I must suffer the penances of Saint Worf. <laughs> <laughs> Blessed be his name, Pedro Calza. <laughs> Hold on, I'm gonna go alter the uh, the, the Warhammer wiki. I feel like Deanne offers him a hand to try and lift him up, but has difficulty doing so. <laughs> yeah. she's, this was weapon skill part, not the strength. Just gets, gets yanked down. <laughs> <laughs> and then just like telekinetically lifts him back up. <laughs> You're hitting the button with your actual hand. Don't, 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 don't do the thing you just did. Yes, I know, Captain. It doesn't work that way. Crowd freaking out because of how ridiculous that last fight was. <laughs> Yeah, the ones that are still conscious. There's a third city. I think they had time to wake up. I just want to stay, three just want to stay here for the record. I, I love this stupid tradition. <laughs> yeah, they, it's they, kind they, of amazing. They, they mob you guys and they lift up both of you. <laughs> they carry you out of the uh, the resolution arena. <laughs> Meanwhile, they they there's a small group of people silently cutting off Cortez's head and putting his body in the reactor. Yummy. But Deandy gets to press the button. Deandy doesn't give it a okay. ton of reverence, but there is kind of an interesting pause as she just breathes in and out there, realizing she's never been in this position to do this before. Uh, but yeah, just uh, firmly but simply with a single finger just pushes down the button. All right. So here's the question. Do you guys have any scenes you want to do in the warp? I mean, I assume you're going to be like training the men and doing your last, your last preparations. But do you have any like interpersonal scenes you want to do because I'm going to be totally honest with you guys the next six legs of the journey are all clear <laughs> Oh, and that's like all of it I was probably to tell Dandy that I thought well that she is the most likely person on board that'd be able to kill and I'm be able to kill who? She's to kill Scylla probably because true. of your mind bullshit <laughs> but that uh, she's glad that you, you're actually learning how to do self-defense and stuff like that. Still, she has a plan to kill you. So don't get too <laughs> Does busy. she say the part about the plan to kill her? Yes. I wouldn't expect anything less. I'm just honored that I'm considered in the same category as everyone else in that list. I'm not in that list. No, he's not here. Ignore me. <laughs> I thought it was yeah, me. No, the only way more could kill me is financially. 
and I've been <laughs> poor before. All right. Anyone else have a scene? Because you are clear until Thorin's rest in an unprecedented, eventless 60-day journey. <laughs> Sorry, 55 days. Uh, Herzog will actually probably spend most of his time training with power armor now instead of the gym. <laughs> Fuck free weights. Just start doing bodyweight squats in that, in that stuff. <laughs> Turn off the power supply and start squatting in it. Ugh. Back up that forklift. Park it. <laughs> <laughs> I need a spotter. No, yeah, but as, as the journey goes on, he'll probably get more and more violent on the training courses, going from uh, you know knocking the heads off things to uh, knocking the foundation out of the ground. Gonna get pumped. Um, you know, actually, I joked about it in the chat, but she's pretty insane. Uh, <laughs> would you like to read that for the listeners that aren't <laughs> privy to the chat? <laughs> Sif Pedro's in her cabin talking to the head like Al Swearingen from Deadwood. Uh, Wilson. But Ain't yeah. no one going to take your skull? <laughs> Bitch took my skull. At a certain point, like, you know, she's just in her cabin. She's got the head, like, just on her desk uh, and just starts talking to it, like, asking it why it did what it did. And... <laughs> Why it made her do what she did, and uh, hopefully receiving no answer. Uh, you received no external insight. Maybe you got some personal shit out of that. <laughs> because like everyone, the- everyone succeeded their damn hallucination test, too, taking all the fun out of it for me. Yeah! <laughs> Maybe it was just like a rubber ducky coding moment. Like, you're talking to us like, why'd you do this? Why'd you make me kill you? Ah, that's why I need to be more harsh. Half rations. <laughs> Half yes, rations on morale and battles. <laughs> we want the men hungry for the fight. Let's see, what does Mord do? Mord probably starts trying to craft up some financial plan and goes working out as dumb as he hates that it's become a fucking routine now. And... Probably about halfway through when weird shit doesn't start happening, he'll like start wandering the halls, like not used to not having weird shit happen anymore. Is this because Herzog's not weight training with us anymore? Uh, Charybdis spots you. <laughs> Charybdis probably wears as much as more, probably more. I, I don't. Mm. Andy telekinetically I mean, spotting you. <laughs> we are now all the muscle wizards. <laughs> um, I feel like at one point. During the time, uh, Dandy would uh, check in with Morden, see if he would like to have uh, a, a, the equivalent of a night cycle, a nightcap. Talk, sure. Uh, have a drink. Um, yeah, I would go somewhere. I don't know. Th- like, is there any sort of uh, officer's mess equivalent, like a nicer room than just like a large area with tables? Yeah, there's probably an officer. If not a lounge, then at least a mess. Sure, so lounge actually would make more sense. Also, there's probably like two or three. Yeah, there's almost certainly lounges. Of course, what am I thinking? You're on a rogue trader ship. Probably into the bridge. Uh, yeah, it would be relatively calm, normal conversation at first for a while. Um, having some of the nicer Amasek recommended by Ringmaster. Um, oh, did you have something? No, sorry, breathing in. Uh, yeah. Uh, eventually, she would take a bit of time, a long pause as she more than usual, looks at nothing in particular. She never has to look at anything in particular, but more of a head tilted downward than usual. 
So this is going to be interesting, isn't it? I do believe so. I've never uh, raided a planet from an Inquisitor. Have you? No, can't say that I have. Been to many planets by this point. Comes with the line of duty, of course. Never an inquisitorial one. Not used to this stuff. I am an accountant. Not used to which part, the raiding or the going to planets? Both, honestly. I was expecting to be one of the people that stayed back with old mummy Ramirez and helped count her money. Then I wound up here? It's a funny thing. Such is life. Are you concerned? It's an odd question to ask if concern. I've run the numbers and have an idea of possibly how it'll come out, but at this point, I don't think I really care is not the right word. Um, I'm satisfied, I guess, whatever happens. We've got enough behind us that doesn't work. It doesn't work. If it does, it does. And I hit a priest with a chair. I think that counts as a bucket list action. <laughs> so you're satisfied with the preparation, meaning that anything else happens from here is what? She tilts her head to the side. Fate? Just okay by you, the probability turning against you? I'm not much of a gambler, although I've made some money there. Numerous amounts of money, actually. Um, it's one of those where at this point, everything's up. Everything's as prepared as it can be. It's to keep the gambling metaphor up to the cards. <laughs> and if we get a good hand or not. And that makes it okay? Oh, no. I'd much rather cheat and actually know I was going to win. But <laughs> I think it's the best we can do right now. All right. So if you're not concerned for the venture, then allow me to phrase it a little more directly. This is in no judgment to yourself or assumptions. Just a question. Are you scared? about what could happen. If I ask anyone else, I know the same answer from all of them, of either yes, but without any change to their state stature and mentality, or a very clear no. It's weird. I thought, I would think by now I would have had to burned it out. But yes, still scared. Always gotta be scared. <laughs> I don't think I could ever be Scylla or Herzog and just go in cocksure of everything. <laughs> That is something else. I think Scylla is eternally wary. Scared is probably the wrong word for it ever, but wary. She turns her head to the side, still swirling the glass of Amasek. And you? Oh, me? I'm always terrified. With most everything, honestly. You seem nonplussed about most of it. You're hiding <laughs> it. It's not about hiding it, dear. When you're scared of everything, because you've seen what happens, you have an idea what the point of everything is, Fear stops being a motivator. Well, that's wrong. That's not correct. Fear stops being something that changes you. It doesn't push me away from things anymore. May I show you something? Sure. If you'll follow me. Um, yeah, she'll stand up and wander away from the lounge, uh, back towards the quarters, actually. And particularly to her room. Uh, and she'll open up the door. And as she's doing so, I don't visit here frequently. I don't tend to sleep in my room. I don't sleep as much as other people, probably as much as I should. Uh, but when she opens the door, the inside um, notably is covered on most surfaces with glass vials, all filled with browns, reds, some bits of green. So, this is what? Your 
Collection. <laughs> this is my life. What do you have that shows that you existed? Thinks about it. There are forms. There's signatures, acquisitions, trade agreements. I tend to not want to be noticed. <laughs> I have a few of those, not many. Mainly signed things with numbers rather than names. But more do you see, this is so much more than that. This is a record. This is a life lived. You say you haven't been to planets much, and I can't fault you. It's your job and what happens to you. But understanding the fear I feel, the fear I know, have felt, have seen, I've embraced it. I wanted to make something out of my existence, out of this life that was created for me. And so I kept a record everywhere I've ever been. This is all of them, every planet, every place. I can tell you the name of each one. We've added several on this journey alone, I assure you. And if a place is special enough, it warrants more than one, maybe, depending on the circumstances. A vial from a random meteor on footfall is one thing, but a vial from the dirt splattered with blood that we encountered in an arena, pitched in ridiculous costumes, that's something else. I want to keep a history. I don't know what for. I don't know why I'm sharing all this. It's unnecessary, obviously. Sounds like you still have a lot to be scared of. <laughs> Everyone here does, even if they don't realize it. Still, I suppose... Would you mind making me a promise? You should know I'm very bad at promises. I usually try to keep loopholes so I can get out of them. This is not a complicated one. Yes? If I die, I'm not expecting to, and I'm not hoping to. Well, I'm not expecting to any more than usual. But if I do die, now, later, what have you, please, firstly, drink to my honor. I wouldn't want it any other way. But then take these, all of them. They don't have labels. They don't have importance necessarily to you. But just do something with them. I don't know what it is. Sell them, throw them away, anything. They're just a better proof of my life than my body would be. All right. We'll do a trade then. I'll do that. If you promise to keep the captain from hoisting my memory as some type of, I don't know, spurring speech. <laughs> Tell her to leave me in the dust. Throw me out in an airlock or something. I don't want to be. I want to be me. I don't want to be. And if she hears this, she would fucking rip my head off. I don't want to be under the Ramirez when I'm dead. I just want to be me. <laughs> if it comes to it, I'll push you out the airlock myself. Well, be careful with that now, because like... We're only halfway, and nothing weird's <laughs> happening yet. But last time, about this point, I started only if you're skittier. dead. Only if you're dead. Oh, there's so many weird things that can happen now. All the better sense of if you're dead than many believe. But with that said, she'll grab one of the other bottles. This one, much dustier and left in her room for quite some time. Uh, open it up. She doesn't have a wine glass this time. Uh, and hold it out to him. Here's to us not dying if we can help it. I'll drink to that. She'll make sure he gets a large mouthful of it first before she takes it back and does the same. So now the question becomes, do we go find the captain? I think she'd want a sip of this at least, but also I'm worried about her. She's kind of a fragile snowflake. <laughs> and by snow, room. I mean... Why did you do it? <laughs> and, by, and by fragile snowflake, I'm an incredibly sharp ice crystals that will cut through anything with fragile <laughs> at the slightest touch. Keeping her distracted is good to say the least. I'll grab a regicide set. All right. 
Does anyone have any more special things before we get to Thorin's rest? Funnily enough, I had a scene somewhat similar to that one I had in mind. Is oh. it is it legally distinct? Yeah, Herzog's gonna go talk to Scylla. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh jeez. Meanwhile, Captain's talking to a head. <laughs> well, she's getting ahead in life. God damn it. <laughs> Look, she needs it to steady her nerves. She doesn't want to lose her head. Boo these men. <laughs> but she'll never be ahead of the dynasty. This is like as her mom's around. Scylla? What are your thoughts on the captain right now? I'm glad she's rediscovered her joy de vie. Yeah, I suppose that's a way to put it. That, that she's rekindled her faith. You remember when uh, Afterburner was bringing that rock into Atrinus Prime? I think you're the one who flew us up. Indeed. And you know, I followed Commander August through that rock. We fought... Had been at least a couple dozen, the six of us, after the we got cut off from the main force. And when we got to Afterburner, what I saw in August's eyes as he charged him was similar to what I saw in the captain's today. But, well, I suppose you probably remember the services for August. Close casket, yes. Yeah. But, you know what really upset me, I think? was I remember the look on Afterburner's face after he pulled August's arms off. And I think the cat reminds me of Afterburner now more than August. And that's what's really worrying me. We've got, well, take that tech priest guy. He runs our ship now. The Cogitator? Yes. He'll take a look around for cameras. There's probably cameras, in all honesty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go around a corner and there's a little telescoping uh, eye going around. <laughs> A Roomba goes by. <laughs> a Roomba is very discreetly uh, cleaning the edge of the room in a circle oh. back and forth. A good Roomba whistling. Yeah, it's a nonchalant Roomba, which is my Devo cover band. But she murdered that orc. Overdue, but I guess, I guess ultimately, I'm losing my faith. I think. Hmm. So interesting. Mine's been somewhat rekindled, honestly. It's been what? She's rekindled, honestly. She's turned away from the kowtowing and compromises that she's been making and is on a definitive course of action that is hers and hers alone. Alone is a strong word, I suppose. We'd literally all be dead if it wasn't literally. Like, our ship was in tatters, asterisk run-ins with a reef well in the warp. But if it had not noticed... I could not have piloted her out. One is a good call. Fair enough. But although my faith in the Emperor is perhaps not as strong as yours or the Captain's, I find her faith refreshing. I'm still with her, and I'm going to follow this through. I just hope I she doesn't lose herself in all this. Isn't that part of the point? To lose yourself? Battle? No, I don't think so. discard ourselves for a higher purpose? I don't think so. I think it's the opposite. I think you find yourself in battle. It chips away all the artifice around you and leaves you in your rawest form. She smiles at that because uh, she was expecting some sort of faithy, faithy answer instead of a uh, badass cool guy answer and got a badass cool guy answer. <laughs> Good luck. Well, if nothing else, oh, you as well. But yes, if, if nothing else, then see it. Way to find ourselves. It's going to be uh, a hell of a battle. That it will. 
Hey, if it ever comes down to it, well, I don't know. I guess we'll have to see how this fight with those, well, I don't know what the hell we're going to do about them. They move so fast, none of us could keep up. I believe if we focus our attention, we'll work them out eventually. We were getting close near the end there, and that was without weapons. Yeah, true. I guess with that chain fist, I only really need one hit. Exactly. And I can try to wear them out before you get to them. And hell, if one of these new bolter rounds hits, I'm sure that'll do something. I hope so. I was reading about those. They have a lot of religious symbolism, as it turns out. A lot of flagellants like to talk about them. Very lovingly. That doesn't surprise me. Don't do... Don't... Just don't be one of those creeps. Right? No, that's not my place. My place is on the battlefield. Yeah, I suppose that suits you more. Hitting other people instead of yourself. Whenever possible, although it sure doesn't feel that way lately. Kick the shit out of that other priest. Yeah, that was maybe a little much of me. He wasn't even fighting back. Of course, he wound up getting blasted from orbit anyway. But, uh, thanks. Yeah, you're welcome. And he'll uh, head back to the gym. Yeah. She'll meditate because she was made to think about orbital bombardment, which is one of the few scenarios he other than get out, which is not always you, possible. One of the few scenarios, what? That's solid survival plan for because you can't really yeah uh, yeah you're pretty much limited to uh luck of the draw there yeah herzog could go back and uh focus more of his time on his gym routine instead of the power armor training nice all right so what else we got does anyone have any other things before we get to the uh to thorn's rest how how does I just out of curiosity it doesn't have to be a full scene per se, but how does the captain react when like people come and try to interact with her? I wanted to know that too. If it turns into a full scene, that's fine. I just need to know either way because in her current yeah. state, it seemed interesting. Aside from the rotting head on her desk, <laughs> um, I don't feel like that can really be an aside. I'm pretty sure the rotting head on the desk is going to infuse the meaning of anything. <laughs> Uh, but she is basically deep into books and slates, going over like naval strategy, since she hasn't been in command of more than one ship in forever, unless you count probably like you know war games during Scola stuff like that. So yeah, no, she's she's in the books pretty much. How how long is this trip? Fifty days. Uh, yes. Okay. So uh, she probably lets you have a decent amount of that because <laughs> that's a good thing to actually do. But once it gets to the point that that head is like a festering bubble <laughs> and simultaneously that if you have not extracted yourself from your quarters for much other than sustenance, and even that you probably had delivered to you, I presume. Getting to the point a Nurgler could make into a plague grenade. <laughs> God, the worst. Um, now that it resembles a Binding of Isaac item. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, uh, d will definitely visit. Um, Captain, how are you? Oh, all right. Um, just reading this Admiral's truth. Fascinating. See, he talks about a, this formation. Uh, it, this is so hard preparing for this when I don't know what our opposition is going to be. Does it say anything about the night before the battle? No, no. Why would it, why would it say anything about the night before the battle? Well, it seems like it might cover something of morale and rest. I is there a problem with morale? Uh, Not specifically, Captain. Okay. 
Though I'm concerned about yours, personally. I have never been better. I can see you are filled with the fire of the Emperor himself. But that must be tempered with actually taking care of the body that you are using for that. Which means getting out of a room with a rotting head. Fine, yeah. Certainly. I'll uh, just take this stack. Go over to the officer's lounge if, if you like. It is a step better. If you have time, though it may not be the exact research you are wanting, there's always strategy to be found in a simple game or two. You mentioned war games. Regicide is still always an option. Doesn't need to be for long. Maybe an hour. Yeah, everything, everything hinges on this. Can't afford to play games. I would rather... I respect your decision, whatever it may be. But I would rather you not lose yourself to the idea of the fight before we are there. No, no. It's, it's, it's the opposite. The, the fight... Any fight is one before it starts. That's, that's, that's why tactics exist. And what are you advancing now by doing this? I, I'm, I'm making that more of a certainty. You yourself just said, excuse me, but you mentioned you didn't know what they had awaiting. Right. Which means, and did you know that, according to this, holds up another slate, an Inquisitor can technically uh, commandeer uh, any number of ships given... Uh, an appropriate reason to, to do so. Now, I'm not saying that they're going to have d- dozens, but could have one, could have 12. So that's 12 different scenarios, uh, each of them very different, with uh, five cruisers and a sword-class frigate, and uh, she'd know what Dalbeck's ship is. Uh, I, I can't remember it offhand. Uh, it's, a fri- it's a frigate to my recollection. Okay. Captain? What? Excuse me, it is one more question. If uh, How much have you slept recently? Um, Please be honest. About maybe five or six hours a cycle. It's better than I expected. Okay, if this is what you need to do, I'll let you do it. In fact, I will help in any way I can. I have quite a knowledge of many things, not necessarily warfare in ex- explicit detail, but I do have a way of understanding my way around a book or two. Yeah, actually, I, I did have a, a, a tactical consideration um, that would involve... Because um, with that thing, what is it called? The Psy amplifying crystals in the choir chamber, uh, some sort of... Uh, Shipwide. Mm. Watch it down. I will get a, another slate, and you can tell me what you can do. I'll be happy to. Okay. Uh, yeah, she'll she'll stay and help out most of the rest of the journey. Just try and relatively keep this captain as sane as she can, which is <laughs> gentle pushing. Is everyone just taking shifts, visiting the captain now, like bringing food, <laughs> making sure she's sleeping? Well, I know in particular, Deandy doesn't really do much on the ship when they're not getting a call or in combat. So she actually has the freedom to afford to do this. Well, t- to be fair, we're probably glossing over like... Yeah, then again, your lesser astropaths can probably handle... Like, exactly, that was the other thing that we mentioned. Day-to-day stuff, yeah. All right. All right, so are we good? Uh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, finally, you um, you fall out of the path from Delorium to Thorin's Rest. And once again, you see the planet in its full 
grassy glory from space. But as you approach it, you see a fleet of four Overlord-class battle cruisers hanging in its atmosphere. And as you approach, you find yourself being hailed on the inquisitorial frequency. All right. It's not really this. It's again not really the sort of thing you can deny. You know. No, no, no. Yes. It immediately overrides and goes in automatically if you wait too long. Yeah. I'm gonna say we probably could because our machine spirit can probably rewrite all of the code <laughs> That's very quickly. It's very possible, but take a little bit of time. Very small amount of time, <laughs> but time nonetheless. You are met with a a video call. And by the way, you um yeah, you're met with a video call from on planets. It appears to be a woman of about six foot tall with a shoulder length brunette hair clad in golden inquisitorial armor and carrying a blade upon her back. She smiles wryly at you and turns her data pad to scan the area in front of her. You recognize this area, Phaedra, as your sort of command hub for Thorin's rest, the sort of Buckingham Palace-like structure from which the the administrative duties are performed. And the place is completely decked out in heretical and chaos scrawlings, or rather, at least some form of facsimile of them. They don't appear to have any rhyme or reason to them in particular. They just look very heretical. She pulls the camera back to herself. My, my, look what you've done, Captain. I hope you understand that when this place was founded, it was of the utmost importance that... Unlike anything else the Ramirez dynasty touches, war was never to come here. So, hope you understand the gravity uh, of the situation and what it's requiring of me. Well, you have no need to worry then. After all, there will be no war. She smiles and pulls out a small switch that she flicks open the cover on and presses... You're in, you're hailed by the irradial cogitator on uh, your microbead frequency. Um, all of you are, actually. Um, yes, Captain. Um, I have been given an order to self-destruct. Would you, would you like me to deny that? Belay that indefinitely? Uh, yes. Understood, Captain. And the line there goes dead. The Inquisitor over the camera presses the button a few more times. Sighs, beleaguered. <sighs> Very well. We'll have to blast you out of the sky. We have a communications cage around the planet. No information's getting in or out until this is over. She gets on a walkie-talkie, and suddenly she is receiving a number of different hails and calls from a number of different sources over it, loud enough that it's peaking her speaker. Warnings of incoming troops, incoming fleets, incoming ships. And suddenly the atmosphere of Thorn's Rest is occupied by six more ships, some light cruisers, some cruisers, and a small frigate bearing an insufferable man. The Inquisitor looks tired. Is this how it's going to be, Phaedra? How would you like it to have been? Easy? No. Difficult and bloody and pious. I don't know what sort of game you wanted to play with all this, and at this point, I'm past caring. You should have picked somebody else. Because I have brought you... Very well. War isn't what we came for, but war is what we will have. She stares deeply into the camera for a moment, as if trying to figure out something else to say. 
but she just ends up shrugging and she flicks the feet off. And as the Battle of Thorns Rest starts to fire its first salvos of macro batteries and lance shots, I'm going to call an end to the session there. Did everyone have a good time? Yes. Yeah, finale shit right here. <laughs> everyone got their final wishes of what to do when I die, except for Phaedra, which I think is don't die. <laughs> if I die, I want to not have died. <laughs> I want you to bring me oh. back so I can kill things harder. No, I don't think I talked about what I just talked about dying. Sort of. Yeah, you did mention that maybe Deandy could kill you, but you had plans. Yeah, gotta have plans. <laughs> Stab her in the face first? Question mark. No, while Scribble she's distracted, tearing my guts up from the inside. Wear very much armor. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably true, actually. I'll just have the bird claw her eyes out. Oh damn! <laughs> Done. <laughs> Check it off the checklist. <laughs> it's already happened. Step one, done. Step two, uh, working on it. <laughs> yeah, but does anyone have any questions, comments, or suggestions? Uh, I'm curious to see how this pans out. <laughs> this is the shit. I'm, I'm a walking tank now. Nice. Yeah. I'm as easy to hit as a tank now, too. <laughs> yeah. It's full size. Fine. Full size power armor it has its has its drawbacks. <laughs> I'm sure that one extra point of uh, armor is going to make the difference, though. It's it's the it's no it's the extra point of strength, man. Yeah, that that's what I really got it for. But <laughs> and the, uh, the upgrade in size, like your agility bonus plus one for running now. So oh yeah, that's I forgot about that. Yep, that's distance nice. covered because bigger steps. That's oh, why it's easier to hit because you're yeah, huge I'd, now. I'd rather be slightly harder to hit and have one less point of armor. You've never really oh, had yeah. a problem with lethality before. <laughs> I, I think well, tactically been... it's the better better option, but uh, fun wise, my my only singular hope is that I do get to at least use this four sword once before this thing ends. I want to hit somebody with my uh, destroy everything gun with your with your volcano gun. <laughs> yeah, I think I've missed every shot. No, I think you got someone. Didn't, didn't you hit someone in the ringmaster fight? No. I don't think he did. No, no I it was did. the flamer that got him. Yeah, because uh, I was going to shoot the orc, and then the orc like just judo dodged it. It was like, oh, that's a good gun, and yeah, then he didn't pull me. it out to the orc. We shoved people into like the flame pyrotechnics at the edge of the ring. But... Right. <laughs> yeah. Correct. <laughs> but I mean, this is what 40k is about. Crazy people in power armor <laughs> screaming <laughs> things about their god. <laughs> Imposing their will upon the universe. And and asking people to drive them closer so they can hit it with their sword. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's a also, pretty... I fully expect to die in the first round of combat. <laughs> Goodbye. Double. That would be pretty ironic. Putting people in the ground. <laughs> I wonder what our points value are on the war table. Herzog's probably like 30 points. I'm going to be honest with you. Less than you'd hope. <laughs> I don't. I don't know how points work, so I couldn't say. Let me guess. I would uh, be negative uh, points. I'm probably the point value of a guardsman. Honestly, it, it varies wildly because like uh, five can be a guardsman, eighteen can be a space marine, but then well, like say, a space marine hero alone, can be like two hundred plus. Your gun yeah. alone is worth ten points. Let us say how much how much is fucking Gilliman with his I brought my statue with me to the party fucking 
base. Yeah, de- de- depending on what Phaedra's like passive command abilities are, it's possible that Deandy is the highest point value. I, I'd be willing to believe that between Force Sword and the stupid high other things. Range Force Sword. Yeah. The four swords okay, but in the hands of uh, someone who's not a space marine librarian, it's almost useless comparatively to what so a space marine librarian does. Before you even use the sword in the tabletop game, my bird probably just adds the bird. Your bird's war gear. Yeah, yeah, your bird's yeah. like five points extra. <laughs> <laughs> Why isn't there a road think... trader faction in Warhammer? <laughs> So Herzog definitely, yeah, powered armor, so three plus armor save. Has... Well, they'd basically be guardsmen, right? I mean, like, my armsmen are basically guardsmen. Like, they'd have slightly different heroes, but, you know, not heroes, what do they call What do they call the uniques, the HQ or whatever? Um, yeah. Although it's and less, less armor, I suppose. But yeah, I think I'm going to call the session there. Thank you for listening, Internet. Right. The end is coming. And is nigh.